Folks at home, folks at home, listen to me. I'm the worst. Mike Iaconelli, welcome to Ike Live. Man, let me tell you something. Uh, I've been in this chair now, how many times? 20, how many times? 20 what, Bri? 20, 20. Six. 26 shows I've been in this chair for this amazing show called Ike Live. Uh, But I got to tell you, this is the first time in 26 shows that I actually am honored to have some primo guests in the room tonight, Pete. And, and speaking of, yeah, speaking of Pete, let me just don't say Pete and throw that name out there. Let me start by introducing the co-host to Ike Live, uh, one of the best guys on the planet, and special correspondent last week at the Chesapeake Bay, Pete Klusik, everybody. Pete! Hey, man. How you doing tonight, Pete? Hey, man, I'm, I'm good. I just had a blast, man. I watched... I watched the best in the world break down the body water that I fish about a hundred days a year. Yeah, and uh, they they showed me some places I wasn't thinking yes. about, and they executed well on some things that I knew that were good. Yes. It, it was awesome. All right, don't get too much away because we're going to talk. We're going to dive into that. But I got to tell you something. I know you're tired. So we have five-hour energy, and we have Red Bull ready for you, because you've been working hard. You worked harder than I did the last few days. Uh, so we're, this is a big show. Uh, and let me start. I'm going to go ahead and introduce everybody in the room. And I want to go straight to, man, two of my friends on tour, but two of the guys who are the top of their game right now. And this is an honor to have them in Ike Live Studios live, because most of the time when we have guests... They're on the phone. Mm-hmm. They're on uh, 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 what, what's it? What's the other thing, Bry? Skype. Skype. We can't hear them. We can't <laughs> see them. We have them here live in the studio. Sitting to my left, um, I, I got to tell you, I've, uh, I'm a big fan of his for a lot of years. Uh, one of the best anglers in the world globally, Marizu Shimizu joins hey. us tonight. <laughs> Marizu, thank you, thank, thank you, you for being much. on the show. Thank, thank you, you. Very much. I, 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 I'm so excited to have you here. Yes, me too. Thank you. I thank you, thank you for being here. Very, it's going to be great. And and let me, uh, shall I let the cat out of the bag? I'll, I'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit, and let me let everybody know that we're going to be doing some filming. The next few days. Yeah. For a TV show. Yeah, TV show. Okay. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, but I want to let everybody know about that. And then, sitting to my right, next to Marizu, I mean, this is, how many times have we had two guys on the casting couch that are are this amazing? How (laughs) many times? Never, ever, never, ever, ever. And never with this fascinating accent. Right, the, the dichotomy, the accent. <laughs> just so happens. It just so happens. This was not set up whatsoever. Uh, sitting next to Marizu, Cliff Crochet, everybody, Cajun baby. Yeah. Cliff, real quick, I want to tell you. Yeah, slap him, slap him, wake him up. Uh, real quick story is so we've talked about having you on the show for months and months and months, almost probably a year, and you said you wouldn't be on the show until what? Until I could be here, be in studio. Bry, how about that shit? I love it. Isn't that amazing? Absolutely. You said you won't be on Ike Live until you're in the studio. Until I was here. It's like a bucket list. It's a bucket list. On my list. career. Yeah. It's a Bass fan. Yeah. Dot com. Angler profile. Yes. Bassmaster.com. Cover page. Yep. Ike Live in studio. That's what's up. Okay. <laughs> okay. And here's, I love it. Now, here's, what, here's the first question I want to ask you. So, with Marizu, we have... Uh, Marizu has an entourage here tonight. 
who is a camera, camera be- amazing camera guys, uh, and we have a translator tonight. Who's going to translate the damn Cajun that you're oh. speaking right now? Because we can barely understand what you're saying. I'm glad we got that out of the way early. I want to get it out of the way <laughs> I early. I talk funny. All right. <laughs> it's cool. Okay. But it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I'm just busting your butt. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, it was nice, too, because you got here a few days ago. We had a couple days to hang out and not necessarily jump right into business here. But we we were just hanging out. You want to let people know what we did last night? And this is true. This oh, is not made up. It was awesome. We went to the rodeo. No kidding. A pure D rodeo. We went to Cowtown. 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 They had cowboys, cowgirls, in-laws, outlaws. It was a, it was a very diverse <laughs> group of people. I mean, we had. A, hey man, that's one of the oldest rodeos in the country, right there. Diverse right here in group of people. You got to understand, like traditional cowboys, freaks. Yeah. <laughs> there were freaks. There were a lot of people. freaks. There were freaks. Ugly people. <laughs> Pretty people, ugly people, everybody. I mean, it was it was diverse. It was game on. Awesome. It was diverse. It was awesome. It was diverse. And let me continue the introduction around the room. And uh, and I say this all the time: the backbone of the show, the crust, crux, crotch of the show, crotch. the crotch, the crotch of the show, sitting in the back, our very own producer Brian DeCarpenter. Brian, how you doing? I'm good, man. Good to see you. Good, good to see you. We go through these long. Uh, Time periods where I don't get to see you, and yes. then when I finally do, we're freaking, we're here working. Yeah, it, that is the case. It yeah. stinks, but yes, it we got we got an off season coming up. Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, and to Brian's left, and we missed you last time, Dave. I want to let you know. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we did. We missed you. Didn't sound like it. No, we did. You said I'm glad to have these two esteemed colleagues on the couch. <laughs> That's why I always friggin' sit. No. You don't sound too missing. No, 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 no. We did miss you. We did miss you. I always told you, your role in this show, uh, you've got a wit about you. And I don't know if you know this, but regardless of whether you were an E or F group growing up, whatever it was, <laughs> you have a wit about you that is very important to the dynamic of the show. So we did miss you last show, so thank you. Uh, Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Thank Fathead, you. a.k.a. Wharf, a.k.a. Uh, the A-hole of the show, is back. And um, I say that in a good way. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, you I take that as a compliment. It thank you very much. And, and for the uh, viewers of the show, I will be running the IM board tonight, so keep it uh, keep it funny. Okay. Keep and, it quick. And by the way, can uh, I always ask, Becky's usually running IM. Tonight, you're running IM. Uh, who are you wearing tonight, Dave? Who's the designer? I, uh, excellent. Let's get a look at that. I am wearing a shirt in tribute of Rowdy Roddy Piper, who passed away a couple weeks ago. Wow. Ra- Rowdy Pie Piper. Pie Piper? Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Good job, Mike. Yeah. Jack it Great. all up. No, no, no. I know Ruined. the dude. He was in a movie called They Live. John Carpenter. Yeah, exactly. Yes, okay. Yep. And what's funny about that is in that movie... They prophesized the helicopters, the drones that <laughs> yeah. we were flying out outside earlier tonight. It was a prophecy of that. It How came true. That? Yeah. It came true. They Hollywood's on top of it, man. It came true. It's all came true. Uh, that's the room tonight. We're going to have some special guests popping in, so don't be surprised if you see some very special <laughs> guests pop in during the night. I'm not going to give that away too much yet, but let's start the show as we always do. We want to spend send us a super thank you, shout out. To all our military, active military veterans, thank you, men and women, for what you do. We, we appreciate you so much. Uh, special shout-out to police, firemen, EMT. Thank you, guys. We love you guys. What you do is amazing. Thank you very much. Um, let me remind you that although this show is live, Pete, right? It is live. 
And, fi- so. and feel free to toot anytime you want during the show. Because <laughs> we don't care. If you want to fart, you can fart. Oh, I appreciate uh, that opportunity. Okay. Um, anytime you want to watch this show later, you can find it on how many different sources? 30? I've lost count. You've lost count, right? What do we got? iTunes. We've got uh, Stitcher. Vimeo. MikeIconelli.com. Carbon TV. Carbon TV. It's like 72 total. It's like 72 total. <laughs> so um, if you miss the show, feel free to download it anytime. Uh, and while you're there, give us a review. If you like the show, let us know. If you hate the show, don't let us know, but crank call us later. Um, another thing I want to remind you of is we have – we're keeping up with technology right now. And, Brian, what is this down here? We have Periscope. Periscope technology yeah, going on well, here? If you would do it. Okay, we have Periscope. We'll, I, haven't, I haven't seen you Periscope in, uh, what, since somebody's wedding. Well, we may do some Periscoping okay. tonight. All right. And we also may do some, what's the new Facebook app? Facebook Live. Facebook Live. We may try some of that tonight, especially later in the show, as we get really, really intoxicated. <laughs> We're going to do that. Nobody's intoxicated. Nobody's intoxicated yet. Cliff's working on it. You are. You're probably you're probably working on it the most out of everybody. Uh, let's let's do this real quick before we get into this this amazing show that we have. Let's get an update on on the weight situation, Pete. I'm looking over there. Actually, you look thinner than ever. I don't, is it because you have black on tonight or? I'm just thinner than ever, man. You are. <laughs> yeah, I just keep getting skinnier. All right, let, let me give all our viewers that have been following this, Pete. Let me give them the update. Two fifty one. A small bloom up to 255, 248, 246, 242, 241.5, 226.5. Can we get your weight today? Do you want to? Do what? we? Do we have a scale? I I'm looking around. Oh, do we have? Who's got the props? Back here under the belt. Okay. All right. Let's get. Uh, we're gonna get Pete on the scale. Gonna Pete's gonna step out here. He's got to get on a hard surface to get an official weight. Let's get a weight. Okay. Tap on that thing. And we need a verification too. You gotta subtract some because I'm wearing shoes and a. Oh, I'm not. I'm not subtracting anything. We want an accurate way to what that thing says. Hey, Mike. Two again. Two twenty-two. Yep. All right. Two twenty-two six or two twenty-two even. Two twenty-two even. Two twenty-two even, Bry. Well, we'll take it. We'll that's, take it. So that's still a drop. That's a, that's a drop. We also got a great comment. We got Pete. I would say we got about eighty IMs already. A third of them are congratulating your weight loss. Wow. One is so complimentary, it compared you to being as skinny as a Pittsburgh classic bass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey, I'm working on it. Hey, you want real quick, while you're talking about Pittsburgh, a sad thing, I caught more bass in the Pittsburgh classic <laughs> than I caught last week at the Susquehanna Flats. It was pretty bad. Not good. Not good. Not good. I would have took those smallmouth uh, last week, big time. So do you feel... Do you feel more healthy? Oh yeah, you at, know. At 2:22. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm continuing to go down, and uh, it feels good. I move around a lot easier. You know, getting around a boat so much easier. I mean, just getting into the compartments and right. Yeah, everything's everything's easier. Everything's easier, and it's going to keep getting easier. I got, you know, I got a little bit more to go. We're gonna okay. get it. We're gonna get it done. I can't wait to get to the goal weight. You know, yep. but uh, but 200 yeah. is the goal weight. 200 to is the remind goal weight. people. Hey Pete. Good job on a weight loss. Happy for you. You're healthy. 
What's wrong with being chunky? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being jolly and chunky. I, I did it for a long time. I'm happy. I don't, I don't know why you want to be skinny. My problem is I can't keep up with my little boy who's six years old, so I, I got to knock a few off. Now, I got to tell you, I, out of everybody in the room... If you if from a visual standpoint, if you were to look at him and say who's the healthiest, I think Marizu yeah. is the healthiest. Yeah. Yep. Do you work out, Marizu? Yeah. You do work out. Yes. Yeah. In the off season or during during the fishing season? Do, during the fishing season too. You do. Yeah. What do you do? Cardio or lift weights or what do you? What, uh, what's your regimen? Run. Run. Okay, <laughs> cardio. You do some running. Yeah. What is awesome. your weight? What do you weigh in at? I don't know, maybe 140. 140 pounds. Okay. Okay. And here's the other thing I want to take note of. And my father-in-law met you upstairs, and he thought you were in your 30s. How old are you, actually? You want to tell people? Yeah. You want to admit? Uh, How old are you? 45. 45? 45. Wow. Maurice, who doesn't look 45? <laughs> no. He doesn't I, look a day over uh, 21. I, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to card you with the bar out here at the Ike Live Bar. We're going to card your ass. So. Hey, have check a fake this out. Surprising. Played a little golf with Big Mama the other day. Yeah. Me, Big Mama, Skeet, Randall, Brent. Matt, and Brent. B. Height. Dude, freaking Big Mama can smoke a golf ball. A golf? Really? Kicked everybody's ass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So do you, is that golf another hobby of yours? Do you do you enjoy golf? Yeah, yes, yes. You yes, do. Yeah. Wow. I like golfing too. Golfing and uh, yeah. Oh, long times ago I played uh, uh, snowboarding. Okay. Yep. That's awesome. Now since you have the big mama saying, do you use the Big Bertha club? <laughs> That is a club. Big Bertha is a club. I know what I'm talking about. Don't don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. Big Bertha is a club, right? It, I think so. But that, it's a Callaway. That's like outdated now, isn't it? Is it outdated? I don't know. It's like those skateboards. They're out of style. Uh, that's awesome. You look great. You look great. You I look can't young, believe you're you 45 healthy. years old. I, don't I mean, I'm watching either. you on TV, uh-huh. and you you don't look 45, but your energy. Is of like a, of a kid that's just fresh at this thing, trying it in his 20s. So oh, I'm amazed. Congratulations on uh, on looking and feeling so young. That's that's amazing. Yes, yes. Okay, let's jump into it. Um, I don't know if you know this, but we do have Ike Live social pages for everybody that's a social media fan. And uh, we're at Twitter, we're at Facebook, we're at Instagram at Ike Live Show. And we monitor these sites all the time, and we've got a mailbag question, nice terminology, mailbag, uh, that came in from Canuck Basson on our Twitter account. And and this is a great question. I'm going to throw it to our two couch guests here tonight. And Chuck, uh, Chuck Canuck wants to know, he's planning on switching to 8-pound braided line on a spinning rod my specialty. with a 5-pound Sniper fluorocarbon leader for St. Lawrence Smalley's in the Brockville area. What's the question? <laughs> I can't hear you. Tips and advice. advice. Oh, the tips pros. and advice. What okay. do you think of that? Is so that tips necessary? and advice for braid to a fluorocarbon leader on a spinning rod. Cliff, let's start with you. My advice would be flow frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go flipping for yeah. largemouth. Why? 
what, what I like. Screw to, the smallmouth. Yeah. <laughs> I would go bigger breed, like a thirty. Okay. And a bigger leader, like a ten or a twelve. Right. The reason, reason for the thirty is got a thicker diameter, so it don't cut your fluorocarbon. And a twelve, cause ten or twelve, cause you can probably get away with it. Instead of a five, so. So your you, your suggestion is to upgrade. And Dave, you you made an analogy. You saw Alton on the show from the St. Lawrence, and he was using that heavier setup because he was horsing him in. He had a four pounder diving at the nose of the boat. He had a four pounder diving at the nose of the boat, and no drag was going. I mean, he he I don't he know. Just he had to have in. something heavy. Okay. I don't know what he had, but I mean, okay. it, he wasn't playing with yeah. eight and five doing that, man, and not right. what it went. Right. Well, that's a good tip. Marizu, you use braid fluorocarbon leader on a spinning yeah, combo? Yeah, sometimes, yes. I use a 16-pound braid, and the leader is a 6 or 7-pound. 6 or 7-pound. Yeah. Okay. Any any tips, any advice for him on using that combo? What knot do you use the, to marry the braids together? Uh, Morizu knot. Marizu knot. <laughs> oh, it's like Pete's knot, but it's the Marizu knot. Can we find that on YouTube? <laughs> okay, I try. We, we can. Because <laughs> I gotta tell you, uh, Pete, we have a Pete's knot, uh-huh. the same one, but they actually banned it from YouTube because uh-huh. nobody wants to see an asshole on YouTube, uh-huh. right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so I have, I have a comment about that. You do. I do. Okay. Uh, so I you want to comment on your knot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you guys take care of that for All right. me. Okay. The, uh, the, the five-pound test leader really scares the... the, the five-pound test. Of That's too light. Five-pound with... See, when you're dealing with braided line, you got no stretch. And you're throwing a five-pound leader on there. Something's got to give. The you breaking know? point will right. be the knot or the leader. So then. if you're asking about that line combination, yeah, you can be successful with it but it, but you got to you got to have some kind of spring in there somewhere it's either got to come in a real soft rod or drag that's able to slip something cuz a 4 pound smallmouth with braided line and right. 5 pound leader you're it's a recipe for disaster if your rod and your reel aren't matched properly to that combination and a lot of guys do use the drag because mm-hmm. I, I i i'm a fan of watching a lot of these guys and if i watch uh, uh Ayler, uh if i watch b height who who are drop shot guys using that combination a lot? They set the hook and immediately you hear the drag. You hear zzz, like from the hook set. And I I don't I don't do that, but but that's a cure to that that difference you're saying. You gotta have the, some, the drag. You gotta have a little room with that light a leader, a little slippage somewhere. Yeah. It's tricky, tricky. Yeah. I, I typically go with 10-pound test, and I use my leaders. You know, I'll, I'll go up and down with the leaders from 6 up to 16-pound test on my leader material. Now, but. now here's, a, here's a separate question. Uh, do you use braid to a floor leader or straight braid more? Which one do you use more, uh, straight flora or braid to a floor leader? Uh, spinning roll, right? Spinning. Spinning. Yeah, uh, I use a leader to Leader, yes. more than straight floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because the analogy I wanted to make is when I get to a place like when we were at Waddington mm-hmm. in practice, I rig up two rods. I have one with braid to a flora leader, and I have one with straight flora, straight six flora. And I promise you I've had situations where they eat the straight flora better. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know if it's because of the you know because of how the baits present it, or because they can see the see the braid, mm-hmm. but there are times when they eat straight floor better. What about you? Any time you use straight floor now? 
Or is it all braid to floor? Yeah, you know, there are times when I use it, but, I, man, I'm almost always braid with, with a leader. And I heard you make that comment, and you felt like that's how you caught more of your fish up there because you were using straight floor. Absolutely. Got some of your bigger bags. And, man, you know, that, that, may, be, that, that may be a situation where I'll make an adjustment. But one of the huge assets to using braid is it doesn't twist as bad as flora does it it manages so much easier on a spinning rod uh you don't have to deal as many knots wind knots line twist all that nonsense so you can fish a lot longer the bad part is when you do get a knot and braid it's almost always you got to take the scissors to it cut it out cliff do you even own a spinning rod i own three of them (laughs) (laughs) you you know what's funny you you and dave uh, our own very own Dave, aka Fathead, uh, very similar in a lot of aspects of your life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave, up until a few years ago, never owned a spinning rod. <laughs> he he's now astute in a spinning rod, but for years he didn't even own one. So you do own a few. I do own a couple, and I use them from time to You're time. You're saying three I own total. Three. Wow. Uh, drop shot, shake your head, <laughs> wacky worm. But check this out: the whole conversation about braid to floral and straight floral and all that. Yeah. The whole deal, I think. Is to uh, is to use what you're confident in. Confidence. And key. As, as, yeah. And when you do that, you'll get more bites, and you can spin off of that, you know, a little bit later when you get your confidence up. But the first thing is not not to worry about leaders and line size and all that. It's just to use what you're confident in, yeah. get some bites, and then you can roll from there. Confidence. Key Confidence. thing. Key thing. Biggest thing in fishing. Key thing. Uh, Dave, what do you got for us? Mike, we got a, got two IM questions that I okay. like. First one wants to know is, for you, when you have a smallmouth diving at the boat, yeah. why do you hand feed your drag and not just let your uh, drag make the fight for you? That's a, that's a great question. Uh, yeah, so that that's a great question. And, and everybody has their own style on how you fight a fish, right? And I'd like I'd like to hear some other opinions on it. But but for me, when I'm fighting a smallmouth with, with light line, six-pound fluorocarbon, there's like three or four techniques that I use. And, you know, the one is when I set the hook, my drag's actually tight. My drag, when I first make that cast, I want my drag tight and like to where I could barely pull it out by hand. And when I set the hook, I reel into that fish and I get them coming, I go a quarter turn back, half turn back on that dra- drag, top drag. I just go, and then I've got drag. And when I'm reeling that fish in and he wants to dive, I don't want to let that fish pull the drag from the reel. I want to give it to him. So I pull the line out. I anticipate that fish diving, and I start that process of that line feeding. I bow to the fish. I do all that stuff. Here's the other thing I do. This is key shit. Listen to this one. When that smallmouth, when I'm fighting that smallmouth, I put that trolling motor on high. Chase him. And I chase that fricker down. I chase him down. When that fish is going, I got that trolling motor on high, and I'm going with them. And that wears the fish down a lot quicker. When you've got that trolling motor on high and you're following that fish. And here's the last thing I do. People think I'm crazy for this one. I'm going to tell you. Call you crazy? They call me crazy. <laughs> when I get that smallmouth near the boat, you know where I want them? I want them under the boat. I want that fish under the boat. My landing position is in the driver's seat or the passenger seat, and I want them directly under that boat. Because it does two things. It does two things. It stops that smallmouth from jumping. He's under the boat. He looks up. He sees that boat. He's not going to jump. He's going to stay down. The other thing it does, when you get him up to the boat, it's a surface for you to pin that fish against the side of the boat. 
And so there are the three. There are three things I always do with light line and smallmouth. I love it. I'm 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 telling you that helps me land big smallmouth. Pete, do you have techniques? With well, light lines? I, one one of the the things that I do with light line is I use a big big spools. I like the four thousands. Mm, mm. You know, I like the big reels. They're a little, they're a lot heavier than you know, but you know, with the carbon fiber out now, they've yeah. even got their they've gotten real light. But the bigger spools have the bigger drag surfaces, and their drag just slips so much better and smoother and faster. Um, so those those bigger spools are key for me. I'm afraid to touch the line. You know, I'm afraid that I'm going to touch that line and try to give to him, and he'll pull at the same time and pop. you know pop so i i like to i like to get really high quality reels uh with big drag systems yeah and let the reel do the work for me it's a great tip marizu tips for fighting smallmouth on light line any advice any tips i do a lot <laughs> 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 so does uh, our our producer uh-huh. has never caught a smallmouth. So oh, really? this is a lot too. <laughs> yeah, he's actually only catches twelve inch bass, twelve inch largemouth. So he's never caught a smallmouth. Yeah. Yeah. So last tournament, uh, I never, uh, I I lost, lose two fish, but uh, normally I lose a lot. You lose a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you use spinning rod or, or casting rod more? Uh, drop shot. Uh, ca- spinning rod. Spinning rod. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, small mass, I lose a lot. Yeah. So they're hard. They're now uh, you can tell, tell. So I understand. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. They they fight, dude. They pull. They, I mean, they 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 small mouth. They're badass, dude. They're badass, right? Dude, you're from, the bay- cool. you're from the bayou. You've got largemouth that are mean, that are bad dudes, that live short, feisty lives. But when you get up north, dude, you got to admit. It's awesome. They're, they're badass, dude. They're badass. The best way to describe it is like athletic redfish. A super athletic, athletic redfish. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's cool. That's it. Dude, you know what I, when you said that, you know what I imagined? A redfish with a jock strap on. <laughs> And it's one from street hockey, that you know that smell. What's it probably like mustard? What the hell? You know what I'm talking about? That jock strap sitting in that <laughs> hockey bag. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 and it's in the back yeah. of your truck, and you smell that, and it's like mustard. Yeah, mustard. It's like old. It's like old mustard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you. You yeah. said a redfish with a jock strap. No, no did, I, I, did you say that? You've talked more about jock strap than the Chesapeake tonight so far. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I'm trying to avoid the Chesapeake. <laughs> I, know. I know you are. We sense that. We I sense know you that are. Coming from that was a great week. It was awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at my script. You don't have Chesapeake till down below. <sighs> you gave me this script. Don't don't <laughs> don't run from it. I'm not running from it. I'm following what you have here. Look at this. Look at this. Brian the Carpenter created this script. Put that away. All right. All right, whatever. <laughs> All right, uh, Dave, we got any more? Uh, you want to talk about any more IMs, or you want to keep walking here? <laughs> we actually do have a, another IM that I like. Okay. Hey, Cliff, somebody wants to know if you ever hunt or fish with a guy from uh, Swamp People, because you went to school with him or something. Yeah, I grew up with uh, Jacob and Clint. Uh, I ain't hunted with him, either one of them, in a, in a couple years, but in high school... Or growing up, played ball with Jacob, uh, baseball, basketball, football. Played you ever play football? Played football with him. Uh, did all the good stuff. Watched the Super Bowl at his house. Cook out at his house, that kind of stuff. 
good time. Good time. But is football the devil? Hey, Mike, I got another good one, being that we have four professionals in the room, first time ever. So, uh, James Gage wants to know, what is a good distance for spectator boats to keep at when they're watching you guys? Home. Wow. Man, that's, that's a, a good question. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I would say uh, it, it really varies it on varies. the situation. Yeah. But the rule of thumb is... Stay stay far back. Get binoculars. Get a pair of binoculars. That is the golden rule for me. Um, to be far enough back where you don't interfere fear with the playing field, but you can still really catch everything that's happening. It, like that, you said, it depends what they're on. It depends on. on the situation. Depends go- on the situation. If they're going down the bank, you can get a lot closer. Right. Depends you know? on the situation. I... I you know, it, it's hard because you don't want to interrupt the guys, but if you're, if you're ever stuck as an observer and you don't know what to do a lot of times ask the guy what do you where do you want me you know or am i in your way here uh ask the angler a lot of times they'll give you specific instructions like uh today in particular i was uh i was on russ lane russ lane was fishing a creek i mean the back back of a creek where it's like two boat lengths wide is all it is and now i'm running the camera boat and I'm like, well, which side of the bank do I not get on? What do I do? And I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what he wanted me to do, you know. So I just asked him. I said, hey, Russ, where do you want us? And he said, he gave us the answer. He said, look, just stay smack in the middle. And, um, you know, because he was going to go up and come back maybe right. the other side. And he wanted us to stay in the middle, put our power poles down if we could and, and do that. And what I did was I passed the word. We had like three or four chase boats behind us. And we got the whole crew just in the middle, anchored up. And Cliff was able to work in and around us. Or uh, Cliff. God, I wish, I I wish it was Cliff. Yeah. It would have been awesome. <laughs> Russ you guys look alike a little bit. <laughs> Russ, Russ. Oh. Sorry, but, Cliff. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, Russ. But, uh, yeah, we, we – uh, so it's it, it's tricky. I mean, yeah, the, you want to stay as far away as you can. Binoculars. Get get a good pair of uh, visual aids, and that, that's your best bet because you want to stay away. Use your power poles. Stay off your trolling motor. Turn your sonar off. Get a you drone. Know. Get a drone. Yeah. Get one of those helicopters. And, just, <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is that? Buzzing over my head. One of the one of the dudes was this same. One of the photographers. He he was into the drones. He he has those and operates them for the tournament trails. Yeah. And he he two of them went down recently on him. Wow. One of which I think he crashed. The other one, one of the anglers cast into. You're kidding. Took down took down wow. both of his drones in the last couple of weeks. Death oh, wow. to the drone <laughs> on a cast. That's awesome. Uh, by the way, let me mention. Uh, I don't know if anybody's noticed so far. We've been live here for about 30 minutes. Uh, my new facial hair, Brian. You want to get a close up oh, of my yeah. facial hair? Let me let me show you that. Look at that. It's actually I'm going for the village people, the YMCA <laughs> village people look. I've got the official leather vest on tonight with the bass patch, uh, and this came from Bob Cobb. If anybody was asking, uh, Bob himself. Bob Cobb sent this leather vest. And it's real leather. You could smell it, Pete. You want to smell it? No. Okay. Pass. It's real <laughs> leather, and uh, Bob Cobb. Early on, pronounced my name. He said it how? Michael Iaconelli. That's right. That's exactly how. Say, say one more time. Michael Iaconelli. That's how Bob Cobb said my name. So uh, because of that, we decided to wear the Bob Cobb leather bass vest tonight. 
Did he really give that to you? No, I just made that whole thing up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I Canelli is true. But I Canelli is true from the Federation National. Hey, you ruined my buddy Rodney's career. Thank you. I, I, <laughs> I ruined everybody's career, including my own after <laughs> that tournament. Uh, you know, let me uh, let me take a second and uh, thank a special sponsor of the show, Liquid Mayhem. And uh, those of you who know what Liquid Mayhem is, it's a pretty dope ass scent. I mean, you've used a lot of scents out there, Pete, over the years, and it's 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 pretty dope. It's a badass scent. Liquid Mayhem's dope. It, it's it's effective, and it works on the Chesapeake, by the way. It does work on the Chesapeake. That's right. Okay. These guys weren't using it, were they? I didn't use it. You saw my finish <laughs> from last week. I didn't use it. Marizu may have, but I didn't. Uh, I was sporting my uh, Liquid Mayhem jersey. Uh, during one of my broadcast days wow. in the Chesapeake. That's Attaboy. pretty awesome. Thanks for the jersey, guys. Yeah, special shout-out to Liquid Mayhem. But we've got something going on here tonight uh, that is really cool. And we do these special promotions slash giveaways every Ike Live. And normally we're doing hats and jerseys, and that's common, right? And we've got uh, a special promotion tonight. And here's what we're going to do. We're doing a giveaway contest and Liquid Mayhem has three, not one, not two, three brand new flavors. They've got a shad flavor. Shad. 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 Wow. Shad everywhere we go. Shad's a forge. They've got a leech flavor. Leech. Leeches, eh? <laughs> Leeches. It's got to be smallmouth, right? Smallmouth. <laughs> if you're a walleye guy, if you're up north, you know about the effectiveness of leech. 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 A leech is critical to the success of the pattern. Leech. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Big bass love leech. Big bass love leech. And they have a garlic crawl. Ooh. And the great thing about the garlic crawl is you can use it during the course of the fishing day. After the fishing day is over, if you get a pizza, you could put it on your pizza. Cliff Benone. Yes. So we've got three new flavors. Here, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna have a few uh, questions tonight. Uh, sweepstakes questions, giveaway questions, and if you're the co- correct respondent to those questions, we're going to send you these three new flavors. And here's the kicker to it: they're not available to the public. Brand new. Brand new. So the winners of this contest will actually be the first anglers in the world. In the world. To use this liquid mayhem product. It's so, actually it'll actually be a five pack. Five pack. It'll be the three new scents plus the two originals. And it's coming directly from Liquid Mayhem. Directly from those guys. It's so new, we didn't even get it yet. We didn't even get it yet. They it's tried so to new. get it to us. Yep. Couldn't do it in time. It's so new. So uh, we're, we're going to be doing a few of those giveaway contests tonight, so keep into that. And on that topic, lots of ways. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is Dave laughing about? Lots of ways to get in touch with us here tonight. Uh, of course, right there to the right of your screen, you can hit us up on our IM, the instant messaging system. You can hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and that's at Ike Live Show. Uh, so lots of ways to contact us. And starting at 10 o'clock, we're going to have a toll-free number up on the screen. And please call us. We want to hear 
what you have to say. Uh, let's keep going. Dave, what I the say, hell are you laughing at I back say there? Binkwood wins. Yeah, Binkwood wins, but it can't be repeated over the air. <laughs> it can't be repeated? Not even parts of it? No. Has, we got it. All right, okay. so, they Mike, can I... With a silly sh- go ahead. So, how are, how are they... Are they going to call in? Or are they going to respond on IM? How are we going to figure out who wins? Well, we're, we're going to take it any way they can get in touch with us. No, we're we're going to pose a sweepstakes no. question. If they give us the answer correctly through IM, we'll take it. If it's during after hours, we've got the toll free. We'll take it that we'll take we'll take it any way we can get it. So we would prefer to do it through IM, Mike, because when people be send when people need to understand when they send an IM to the show, it is not immediately broadcasted. I see it, then I forward it over, or I delete it. Like Binkwoods is going to get deleted, but it's genius. It's genius. But <laughs> so if you if if you wind up being the winner, and we tell you that you're the winner, yes. then you can give us your phone number, your contact number, and no one will see it. No one will say it because yeah. it'll come off. It'll, it, it won't I have, be there. Yeah, we have access to either make it available or not. So okay. that's how we're, the phones aren't working that well. So we prefer to do it through IM. Okay. All right. Uh, I feel like right now I've had enough uh, uh, time to to chew, to chew it over and and deal with the agony and the pain <laughs> of defeat. Uh, I think right now is a great time, and let's let's make a switch right now and let's start talking about. The most recent event, which was the Upper Bay, the Upper Chesapeake Bay, and we've got a great room here tonight to talk about it. We've got Pete. You were literally the, uh, I want to say, the main squeeze correspondent during the whole thing, so you you saw it from your eyes. Uh, we've got a guy who had a, what I, I call that middle-of-the-road finish. Cliff, that was a middle could've, of the road finish. Could have been okay. A lot worse. It wasn't bad, and it was it was it was middle of the road. Sixty second. We've got Marizu, who had a great tournament last week. Really good finish, right? Top uh, yeah. top twenty. Uh, yeah, top twenty. Yeah. Top twenty, great finish. And we've got a guy who had a fucking horrible tournament. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who is me? And, and caught crap. So we've got a really great dichotomy of what happened last week. So let's let's go ahead and jump into it. You want to start, Pete? You want to you want to give yeah. your broad definition? And before we do this, let me remind you: please let us know. Hit us up on the IM, uh, Brian. Do we want to put the number up there? And, and we don't. All right. Nah, no, no phone uh, calls tonight. Hit us up on the IM. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Let us know what your questions are. Pete, what were what were your thoughts of, of the tournament? Man, there, there's infinite thoughts. So many so many interesting things. But first and foremost, I got to give a big congratulations to Aaron Martins. Congratulations, and, uh, Mr. Aaron Martins. And by the way, for those of you who don't know, Aaron right now, even though he just won like <laughs> five hours ago, he's running right now. He's got no shoes on, no shirt on. He's running, and he's listening to our show live. So, good job, Aaron. Hey, Mark. Good job. He's actually twisting his nipples, too, as he's running. He's tweaking them. And he's watching going, the birds. He's like, uh, yeah. Well, that, that, was, that was an amazing, uh, an amazing win, you know, for a number of reasons. And we, we'll talk about them all. But the, one of the most fascinating things that happened in that tournament is that I – predicted 70 pounds last Ike Live to win that tournament. And what won it? 70 pounds, 2 ounces. Wow! Oh. Pete! <laughs> the swami. Job, Pete, the swami. You're like a swami. I'm telling you. I couldn't believe it. Pete, real quick. What is your uh, cologne of choice? 
Just with that haircut, I just I have something in mind. But you I tell think me. it's brute thirty three. Dude, it's brute. It's that's freaking it's brute thirty three. <laughs> I'm looking at him. I just see brute. Wafe, wafe some <laughs> no. Wafe it. Come on, man. Wafe it. No. Give me some wafage. That is brute. He's a it? he's a dracar noir. Dracar. <laughs> no, that's nah. like Guido. That's man. Guido Wap. Dago shit from back in the day. He's not your no, He's, he's not wearing, brute. Give the guy more brute. credit than that. He lost 100 pounds, for Christ's sakes. That hair is special, though. I, I like it. I got the little Do you use product you, in that hair? Yeah, we got product. What product is it? Man, I don't know. It comes in a green can. Is it is it like a cream, or is it a gel? It's it's like a cream. A cream. Yeah. Maurice, styling, have you used product in your hair? <laughs> do you do you have yeah. product? Yeah, you do. That's right. I don't know. Yeah. He's got Maurice has got great hair. Look at my hair. My hair is terrible. Terrible. I got I'm I'm balding. I don't have a lot of hair. But Maurice, you got great hair. Pete, you got great hair. We do what we can. You and know. Look at this hair. Look at this. Look at that. There's some hair. That's a hell of a mop. Look at that. that look at that hair. Look at all that stuff. Here's like, a downfall. Dude, he looks like Eddie Vedder in That's 1990. Right. Like, I like it. It's like a palm over. Eddie Vedder. Did you say Eddie Vedder? He said Eddie Vedder. <laughs> <laughs> do you, can you do any Pearl Jam covers? No, but I did go to a Pearl Jam concert. But you I was did? thinking kind of like Hank Jr. Yeah. You know, with a beard. Just close your eyes right now and get, in, get into the zone of I'm being Eddie Vedder. I'm not closing my Come eyes. from? No, no Close your eyes. It just just feel like like you know how he kind of got psycho. Like he get into a song. Yellow lemon sun. Uh, <laughs> Come on. I'm not doing pro jam. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Get him Are a drink. You, All right. uh, <laughs> about, well, Grey Goose. Bartender. Bartender. Grey Goose. Like I would ever drink Goose, Mike. Come on, Michael. <laughs> okay. But, All right. So well, well that 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 was just being a little self-serving about the weight thing. But the I really believe the most fascinating thing about this is where Aaron won the tournament. Oh my God! Yes. You know that's yes. that's the most fascinating for those of us that fish the Upper Chesapeake Bay. For years, we all ran to the Middle River to try to win tournaments. Yeah, and let me and and put a date put a date on those on that so for 90s. people watching nineties nineties. So how many years ago is that? Twenty years ago. 20, Twenty years ago, that was no matter where you launched. Our good buddy Bob Soley launched at the Frankfurt Arsenal in Philadelphia on the Delaware River and ran to, to the Middle River. River. And he got like two hours of fishing to, and ran to back. fish because that's where you needed to be. Dude, how far that, is that? Just give somebody some perspective. It's got it, it's got to be a hundred miles or more. It's got to be no, more. That's more. It's more. more. That's hundred and fifty miles. It's hundred fifty. Well, Through some heavy, heavy water, and he he ran there just for two hours of fishing, and made and one angler of the year by the way by doing that out of the middle river. Well, ten years ago, ballpark massive fish kill in the middle river. There's all kinds of rumors how it happened, whether it was farming, whether it was chemical, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Obama. But they wiped out the largemouth population. What's that? They did it. They did it, Mike. It was them. It was them. It was they them. killed them. Yeah, it they. was them. They. Yeah. They killed them. But they, they, there's no conclusive evidence of, that I've learned that of exactly what happened yeah, or who so, did it. So you fish what we, what we knew was we go down the Middle River, man. We couldn't catch nothing. It was life. We used to go down there and dock fish. Yeah. It was the best dock fishing place in the world. Yeah. And and then it's gone. And it's gone for and, 10 and, years. And, what, and what's interesting is that coincided with the upper bay. The flats in the bowl getting better. Exploding. Exploding, Exploding right? with giant fish, four, five, six-pounders. And uh, so people would ask me, you know, is the Middle River going to be a factor in that tournament going into the Hell tournament? Hell no. No. Hell no. Not a factor. Not even close. 
And it is not only a factor, but it dominates the tournament. So that was a massive surprise to me. And a lot of anglers in there. And, and let, let's let's well, make sure no. they know. There was Justin lo- Lucas was in there was for in sure, there? absolutely. I, that's new. Carl was in there. Carl Yachum. Carl was in there. Carl was in Randy there. Howe was in there. Randy Howe and so, Aaron, of yeah. course. So anglers figured it out. Yeah, well, some did, and and I heard. Uh, you know, very like Jacobson was saying that he just he went in there. He thought it was a saltwater creek, and he just went in there just because he was in the area and didn't think it was really freshwater and and just started just figured he'd fish for just a little while and boom got bit right away and then uh, you know the rest is history. How about that? But um, it was really amazing to watch the the different styles of fishing and stuff. But uh, and I could talk about that forever because I I spent a whole day watching Carl fish. Yeah. Um, you know, the young friend of the Ike Live show, we had him. Yeah. We Skyped him great in. Great kid. Yeah, young great kid. kid. Um, very uh, focused this week. Incredibly focused. Really, some neat stuff came out from interviews with him. This is this is the neatest thing that he said that I heard, and he and he said it he said it to us while we were on the camera boat that uh, he's on a bluegill pattern. They're eating bluegills. Yeah. That's the big deal down there. Their bellies are full. Interest. All, all the fish coming out of the Middle River. Big, fat, full bellies, full of bluegills. Bass all over the upper bay, kind of in that summertime yeah. skinny mode. Yeah. You know, looked different, weren't yeah. feeding aggressively like they were down in the middle. Middle, they were chomping. And um, he was looking at the bluegills. I'm, and um, I just thought of something, but keep talking. The uh, pilings, right? The, the bluegills, as the tide would get low, the bluegills would get kind of pulled out and suspend on those outer pilings. And both him and Aaron were keen on the outer pilings. Right in five to seven feet of water ballpark outside the grass edge. Yeah. Right, and it, and this was really neat. He was throwing a glide bait, pegging the sinker, and it was a, it was a sweet beaver. I think it was a smally beaver, and he'd pitch it out there, and he and he'd let it glide, making it, trying to make it look like a bluegill. It would either glide away from the post, or it would go into it and hit it. Either way, it could trigger the strikes. But when he saw the bluegills there, and he pitched in. If the bluegills froze and got tight to the piling, he was going to catch a bass. Nice. Wow. Right? If he That's pitched, observant. If he pitched in there and then bluegills went, toof, yeah. no no bass in the area. Yeah. But when there was a bass patrol in that piling, yep. them bluegills were sticking right to it, yeah, man. They were, they, were, they were freaking. Yeah, they were moving. Here's something interesting I just wanted to throw out there. So I, I got an opportunity to watch, uh, Cliff and I watch the live weigh-in today from my kitchen. And when Aaron pulled his two big bass out of the bag, listen to this, Brian DeCarpenter. This is interesting. I'm listening. When he pulled those two big bass out, they had black birds in their belly. They had bloody tails. <laughs> what? Right. Yep. Them mothers were bloody. No way. Oh my God, dude! I looked at those fish, and, and I looked at Cliff, and he looked at me, and we're like, "What the hell? Why do you think that was? You can't think that's I, a spawn." I'm just saying. I'm. I don't know. I don't know the reason for it, but it's interesting because. When I fish, when in pre-practice, when I practiced and I found a couple good areas with Brian the Carpenter, those fish. It was during a time when they shouldn't have been spawning. Those fish were giant, and they were the they right were ones. Yeah. And they had bloody ass tails. Yeah. And and this, and I remember. It was a month after the flats. It was a month after they spawned on the flats, and I remember saying flat, to Brian, "I'm like, man, what? This is weird. Like, why do they look like this? Those two fish that Aaron pulled out had bloody tails. Fighting, I promise. Fighting you. against the barnacles. I don't know. I don't know. It's don't an interesting analogy. It's an interesting know. analogy. That is interesting. But they were they were huge. And huge. Yeah, Biggins. It, it Different was, caliber of fish. From seven what? pounder. I think it was a seven two. Was yeah. it seven pounds? It was, seven, it was seven. It made seven. 
It wow. made seven pounds. That's they were call, he was calling it six and a half pounds when he was live, so it weighed out at seven pounds. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, he underestimated it. Good job to Aaron, but old Bill fought him to the end. That was, Bill did a classic, great job. Classic Bill Lowen. Yep. He'll get a W soon when I'm He'll sure. He'll get a w, a w eventually. Yeah, he's, that, a, he's a title one. He is, he is a river guy, too, man. I mean, he that was a very, very impressive And interesting that Bill's place. key bait today, old school spinnerbait. Yeah. Little river spinnerbait. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard that bait in play in, in, in years. Spinnerbait was was a big deal. And here this was really, really interesting as we were following the tournaments. I, I did a live piece with Bassmaster, and Tommy Sanders asked me, he goes, man, every time they film one of the leaders, you know, they're throwing a spinnerbait. And um, and we talked a little bit about the you know why it works in flats you know because it's it's a spinnerbait or a chatterbait right they're great horizontal tools for grass beds and and that kind of stuff and uh, I followed guys all day that were plummeting in the standings they were all throwing chatterbaits mm-hmm. the guys that were excelling were all throwing spinnerbaits wow a little so more flash the the flash with the sunshine. Or just in general, yeah. In general, the fish on the Chesapeake have an affinity towards a spinnerbait. Yeah. Now, now, oh, I wanna, wait, wait, wait. Are you trying to say they don't towards a chatterbait? No, I say they love no, the they chatterbait eat a boat. too. They eat a boat because. But I'm, but I'm saying a lot of guys will tie on a chatterbait and and not put a spinnerbait on their deck. Not throw a spinnerbait. Not throw them hand I'm right. saying you got to have both because you don't know which one's going to be the effective tool. Now here's what's interesting. Marizu threw a yep. chatterbait. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, black and blue chatterbait. I uh, saw it uh, on a few of the fish catches. Um, green pumpkin and uh, um, jumbo. A jumbo. Okay. jumbo chatterbait. Now, did you throw a spinnerbait, too, or just a chatterbait? Just, just a chatterbait. Just chatterbait. Yeah. He throws a spinnerbait, he wins the tournament. He might. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might. He was around the right fish. He was getting the right yeah. bites. Yeah, that was an awesome finish. Now, I know why I didn't do any good, because the whole week, I threw, me. No, I threw a top. <laughs> I threw a top water. I threw shower blows the whole week. Oh, shower thank blows you. the whole week. You're welcome. I love that bait. I threw shower blows the whole week. Uh, what, let, let's jump to Clef. Cage baby, tell us your thoughts about the Upper Bay. And and again, you had a I called a middle of the road tournament. One bad, one great, middle of the road. It uh, obviously they got some fish here, some good ones. But the deal, like I was saying earlier, the deal is uh, when you talk about good ones, it don't always equal easy fishing. Yeah. So it kind of messed with your mind a little bit. That's what got me. Uh, I think it was cool how some cats ran a tide, and some guys mm-hmm. just threw it away. Camp. Swindle. D- didn't even worry about it. Yeah, Swindle. Not, what a, who cares about the tide? And the tide, you can run tide if you know. Like, y'all can run tide. You did it last year in Delaware. I'm yep. sure you do it, guy. And if you know where you're going and what's next, you can run the tide. Uh, last year in Delaware and here in Chesapeake, I didn't know where to go for good tides so i think camping's a good deal too i think this week was it's a strategy it's a, it's a strategy. good strategy like aaron yeah. sat aaron sat in one area and waited for that tide to get right and when it got right yeah and he picked a few he would mm-hmm. pick a few up until it got great and then he would kind of have a, a period where he smashed them pretty good yeah he yeah. also made you you mentioned that aaron said he went on this primary area and too early because he Aaron's an excellent he was tidal guy. The bites. That with a bite, and this happens all the time. When the tide isn't low enough, it doesn't pressure those fish enough. They slap at baits. They don't take them as aggressively. And he was missing them, missing them, missing them until the tide got right, and then boom, he connected with everything in the area. 
It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. But it was Gerald Swindle's comments were well taken, and, and, and that's a good stra- – there's a strategy of stick and put, you know, like you just grab and hold a spot and forget about the tides, especially effective if you're fishing grass beds. Bernie Schultz did it. He sat on one spot up a creek and just forget about the tides. He just fished, fished yeah. that one spot and caught them sporadically throughout the day for an excellent finish. But Gerald Swindle, I, I don't know where he fished. Do you guys know where he fished? I know today he fished, he fished that little that little culvert bridge right there a lot. I saw him every morning. He would start right on that isolated wood right at the mouth of the creek. I, I actually saw him more in the back of the northeast than anywhere. He I'd just see him there. a northeast guy. Yeah, okay. constantly in the back of the northeast. Well, he's a, he just he just fished and he ignored the tide and he just yeah. kept hitting. He just kept rotating and uh, I guess yeah. along with Pipkins did a lot of the same stuff. He did a lot of the same he, stuff. Now I, I I want you to tell the story. We ran into each other on the second day of the tournament. First uh, day too. The first day we saw each other. But I want to I want I want you to tell everybody the story. The second day of the tournament. I I pull up and I've got this little it, it's a it's a cove with a creek and it's got an eelgrass bed out in front of it and I'm I had a couple bites of practice and I'm out there chatter baiting it two three feet on the edge I pull up and this is exactly my thoughts I pull up and I see Cliff up there <laughs> and he's he's fishing around this point heading into that pocket and as I pull up I'm like oh man I'm like you know because say hi, I just gotta say hey and I'm like. And that water, that's that's dirt ass, like Idiot. on a, on a on like a low mid to low tide. That's got like six eight inches of water. I'm like that's, I'm like man, you're killing time up there. I pull up, I start chatterbaiting. What happens? Well, before you got there, I'm throwing my frog, and uh, miss miss a good one. Michael pulls up, and it's just like a I don't know, 15 yard stretch. Small maybe stretch, yeah. Small stretch. Flip my frog up there. Twitch, twitch, twitch. Stop catch a keeper michael's out i don't know 25 30 yards from yeah me. and he you know he's a good sport he's like <laughs> on a frog imagine that like look at this idiot catching one <laughs> i'm doing the right stuff <laughs> here's this idiot doing all the wrong <laughs> that's what you were thinking uh, a little nah, sort of kind of not I really feel but the vibe. he's like an idiot yeah. so i put him in a box whatever and i can you know mike's looking at me like i'm an idiot you know he goes to throwing. I make like four more casts, catch another one, put him in the box. I think it's great. Michael's out there. I can see he's kind of out in the groove a little bit. You know, normally he's head down fishing 100 miles an hour. He's kind of relaxing a little bit. I take the opportunity. I think it's great. I go Iconelli <laughs> on Iconelli. I start screaming. This is giant. Yes. Never give up. Giant. <laughs> it's all a two-pounder in that tournament was a giant. <laughs> and the whole time, Michael's thinking, look at this idiot yeah. throwing a frog. But it's a good little point. It's, it's an awesome little deal. But, yeah. But, uh, you know, kind of back to the tournament and who did what, I think it was awesome to, to see cats grind. Yeah. Throw, uh, some cats ran a tie, and that's awesome. But to see cats get down and grind and get after it, six bites a day, I I love it. I think it's great. I, yeah. I agree, man. It was a grinder. It was a grinder. I, I like them, too. I like them, too. I hate that I had a bad event, but, I, I, you know, after it was over, watching it, I like how it unfolded. I thought it was a neat event. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, 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 uh, I thought I almost heard more crying before this event. Than the Delaware last year. Oh yeah, like seriously. Oh, guys were crying. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, was... we had we had two really bad practice days. 
for, uh, the general population of anglers yeah. had days where they weren't getting bites. Mm-hmm. And that was a consensus. Well, well, the flood, the flood tide really did something unusual to that body of water. It was for two days. The tide was up super high. It pushed bait fish populations around, and it's starting to stabilize now. Like yeah. the guys that went out today, man, there's some guys that had some pretty darn good days. Hey, tw- Lowen had his Lowen had his best day. Yeah. Aaron had his best day. An eight, almost 18 pound bag. A 21 pound bag. Mark Menendez caught him at a rate that he hadn't been catching him yeah. at today. Uh, a lot of guys had their best day on the last day the after this day. place had been stabilized. Stabilizing. So it's it's yeah. stabilizing, getting a little bit better out there. Hey, you talking about punters, especially in the Northeast? I'm talking about there was guys, there was cats doing things that normally would have started a fight, and which and which is awesome because everybody knew what it was. So everybody kind of went with yeah. the flow, but. I'm talking like every dock or every other dock. Yeah, guys got, were okay with the crowd of conditions right, in right, that event. Right, but 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 even on the fishing side, I mean, I pulled off a dock, he pulled on a dock. And if yeah. you fished a section for 20, 30 minutes, you would see two or three boats come yeah. into the same dock. Pummeled. I mean, beat to hell. Pummeled. But the, the cool deal was, like on the second day, I could have, should have, would have missed a couple, but it was, it, it was a grind reaction by, you know, you fish the dock, you fish the dock, he fish the dock, our old tud. Flip a jig on it, reaction bait, yeah. bam. Yeah. Now, Marizu, yes. I want to hear your thoughts <laughs> yes. of last week. So you're you're the one in the room that had the best tournament. What did you think about last week? You had a good you had a good finish. Yeah. What, um, so what 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 did you did you have a good practice? Did you have a bad practice? Very bad practice. Uh, very bad. First day only two fish. Second day only two fish. Third day only zero. Uh, no, only not zero. No uh, keepers no on the keepers. last day. Only, Only four, four keepers. <laughs> wow. In practice. Yeah. But uh, just uh, I caught one fish uh, the small area uh, outside uh, the bay. The, uh, Furnace Bay. I think so, yeah. <laughs> Furnace know. Bay. Furnace Bay. The yeah. Light uh, yep. the bay, uh, small bay. The, the outside, eagle, no, inside eelgrass. Eagle only eelgrass, inside eelgrass, that yep. touches the grass. Yep. Uh, I saw three, four, five cats in the morning. I, I caught a three pounder. So I have confidence. So only the keep uh, just a grass patch. Concentrated grass patch, no flat. Only grass patch. Grass patch. Isolated. Isolated, Isolated yes, grass yes, patch. Yes, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. Slow chatterbait. Yeah. Catching, 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 catching. Wow. <laughs> Only big one. Yeah. Two and a half, three pounder, five pounder. Wow. Yeah, big so mama. Big yeah. mama. Big yeah. mama. <laughs> and that's interesting because Furnace Bay is a spawning bay. Mm-hmm. And here we are in August and there's still fish in Furnace Bay. Right. But you were keying more towards the outside of the bay or were you going way inside? Uh, no. Uh, the intersection, the the the, you know uh, the point and the uh, oh the points of furnace yeah okay. there's yeah. a little current running on that yeah I think, yes lots of current the my my spot only uh, hundred yard maybe yeah that's that's all the product area yeah so only circle 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 keep casting keep casting keep us bike keep casting bike yeah. Wow. Interesting. That's super interesting. That's super interesting. Well, that was that was a good find. <laughs> that was a good find. That was a good find. It, it, it's it's amazing how many of those 
traditional areas that were empty, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, uh, you talk about Furnace Bay, you talk about the flat, the bowl. Pete, it was a ghost town in the tournament. It's the weirdest thing to see. I started out there the first morning, and I looked out and didn't see another boat on the entire flat. Mm-hmm. Well, That's it, crazy. That was amazing. And that was, that was you know, another exceptional thing about it. If you ask the general angler that fishes the Chesapeake, where is this tournament going to be won? Yeah. And they're going to say, it's going to be out there on the bowl, out yeah. there on the flat, the grass flats. Or it would play a big part, yeah, at yeah. least. Yeah. It would be a big factor, and uh, it really was a non-factor. Amazing. You know, I still thought, like... He, he, like I thought going into the third day after the top 50 cut, guys sitting in 40th to 50th place, they're in the checks. They 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 got no chance for the cut. I'm like somebody's going to go out there and throw a spook or throw, you know, get on that outside edge or do something and put one of those 25-pound bags together yeah. out there, try it. Yeah. You know, I I still thought up until the very yeah. last day that was going to happen, but it didn't. It was a absolute non-factor out there. It was amazing. It was amazing. Let me remind everybody, uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts about the Chesapeake Bay tournament last week. Uh, if you have questions or comments, lots of ways to get in touch with us. Hit us up on the IM. Hit us up on our social media accounts. It's Ike Live Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Dave, what do we got coming in here? I know we got questions and comments. People foaming at the mouth about the last week. What, what do we got? Don't hear. I can't hear you, Dave. It wasn't all. Uh, it wasn't all handshakes and ass slaps out there on the water. Bernie, <laughs> Bernie Schultz apparently had some problems with people. He did. Yeah, some on the water confrontations. Sure. Is I he saw, is he eyewitness us to talk about we this? We have we have I no, we have oh. eyewitness accounts that saw Bernie acting a fool out there. Okay. <laughs> Generally everybody got along. Oh, okay. Everybody I saw. Well, yeah. so what was Bernie? Bernie was just pissed off, people were Yeah, I don't know. I guess he was bumping boats with somebody and wasn't too happy with it. That I I am guy. Give me some more details so we can talk about it. Well, okay. I, I saw it. The uh well, we have Bernie's cell number, too. We could call you know, the, Bernie. The, we'll crank him. The first day of the tournament, Bernie and Jacob Prosnick started in, up in the creek by the launch, you know, in the Northeast Creek. And uh, they, they were... creative. On yeah, the point or in the creek? Inside. Inside on one of the biggest not, community. I call it a community hall. All the guys in the know that fish tournaments there, they know the spot. It's a log jam. You know, it's got three or four full-size trees Down there. from that little island. Yeah. yeah. Right and where we met in practice on day three. Yeah. Yeah. Every right. single yeah. guy in the tournament probably practiced in there. It gets restocked three times a week. Yeah. And anyway, Bernie Bernie was there, and Jacob Prosnick were there first thing on, on the first day. And um, and Jacob caught two, two one five-pounder off of it first thing. But... Uh, Anyway, they that's that was Bernie's gig, man. He went well. See the problem on the first day, he had a relatively good draw, and see what I fit, rationalized on day two, he was like, look, I got I don't know what he had twelve pounds out of it. He was in contention. Uh, day two, I don't care if I'm boat a hundred, I'm gonna go in there and reclaim where I caught him on the first yeah. day. Yeah, right. And you got and and then you got the guys that say, "Look, I was I didn't even go in here on the first day cuz I had a bad draw, but now I got a good draw." Yeah. That's why they have reversals of right. the draw. Right. So that now I get a chance yeah. to get there first. And beyond that, well, any history, any research for this tournament, mm-hmm. you knew if you dropped the trolling more than fish, 
Right. He was in a good area. Yeah, that's right. So so Bernie got yeah Bernie got into I guess some heat. There was like four boats there I think on day two, and I wasn't there for that, but I had heard that there were some some arguments, some confrontation and whatnot. But hey, I mean to Bernie's credit, man, you know he he stuck it out. He stuck it out. He fought his way into a top twelve finish, and he did something that was the hardest thing in the world to do on the first day of the tournament. He's sitting there. He's got two fish for like three pounds. And he had his power poles. He casted at the same spot, basically, for eight to nine hours. What? I mean, made the same cast on well, virtually. I, I think he so, moved around, but he didn't he, he didn't move more than two boat lengths away from where he was at. And he but basically most every time I saw him, power poles are down to him, doing like a fan cast. Da, da, da. Da, 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 over and over Can't and over it. again. Hey, Mike. Can't do it. So two things. As I watched Pete explain what he witnessed, I have a new AKA for Pete. In da, fact, da, Pete da. doesn't have an AKA. He doesn't have an AKA. Well, well he's got Pete tight. I like the Wolf. <laughs> he's got wolf, Sweet Pete. Wolf Blitzer of Bass. Wolf, wolf Blitzer. Blitzer of Bass. Petey Ooh, Slim. I like that. Petey Slim. Petey Slim. Slim. I like that one, too. I like that. But listen, it wasn't just uh, Peroznik. J. Todd got some shit by Schultz. Uh... What's the, what's no, the kid no, with the Prosnick, hair? Prosnick and, and, uh, and Bernie got along. They managed to work it out. I thought was, you said you watched them get into a fight. No, it was the next day when Prosnick didn't even go in there. Prosnick had a bad draw. He said, I, I know I'm not even going to be able to get a shot, so he didn't even go in there. Right. And he zeroed that day. Dude, yeah. I like both of them, but Bernie, good love to Bernie. couple tough years. I think he's like 11th in the points. Good job, Bernie. But uh, Bernie versus Jacob. Not good, dude. Jacob's like a freaking muscle. Yeah, but you gotta have cardio, man. Cardio. <laughs> dude, it, would, it would be like three seconds. It'd be it'd be done. Uh, I don't unless know. Bernie you know, had a semi-automatic. I, th- I think if pistol. you could, I think if you could just circle Jacob for one minute, you might just win the fight. Circle. <laughs> you got a challenge? Is that a challenge? <laughs> it we might can be. set it up right here. That'd be pretty awesome. I got my set money the ring on Jacob. Out. Yeah, please. You know what's know. funny about <laughs> you say that? Jacob is. He's he's got like. He, he's big, right? Dude, he's like wide. He's like thick. I mean, it doesn't yeah. mean you can fight, my God. But he spent ninety percent of his time with a little tiny spinning rod throwing a drop shot in that tournament. You wow! Know? You think a big guy like that yeah. would be bully flipping jigs? And dude, we got a challenge going on. He's like just run around for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Benny Hill. Try it till he grabs you. <laughs> That's interesting. What else we got, Dave? We got any other uh, unique comments coming in about the Chesapeake Bay? No, just just a lot of people really enjoyed your your commentary, Pete. You did a really wonderful job. We had two real good comments we let slip by. What was that? One was Mike and Pete look like Wham. (laughs) We look like Wham. Yeah. Let's let's go back. Uh, A lot of our audience is pre-Wham, so let's let's let everybody know. Wham was a group in the '80s. Give me a minute. I'm gonna get. I'll pull up some. All right. Consisted of George Michael was in Wham, though, right? Yeah, and there was another. Yeah, it was a sidekick. Yeah. I love George Michael. I love. I love. You do you what? like George Michaels? I know. <laughs> yeah. You know George Michael. Yeah. What's your favorite George Michael song? Because I want to tell you mine. Do you what? Do you, do you have a favorite George Michael song? I've, I forget. You gotta forget. have faith. I'm gonna tell you. No, you say I gotta have faith. Hold on, let me pull up my songs. Dude, I got no idea what's going on. You wait, you don't know wait George Michael. He doesn't know Wayne. You don't know he doesn't Wham. know George Michael. Well, you're a young guy. You're a young guy. I'm like, what, what's going on? All right, hold on, hold on. While we're talking here, let me pull up, because I love George Michael. I got him right here. And one of my favorites right here, I like Faith. 
But here's the deal. Nah, right here. I got it, here's the deal. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Guil- come on. Guilty feet have no risk. That's right. Come on. <laughs> Everybody. Come on. Come on. Give me a couch shot, Brian. Give me a couch shot. Come on. Come on. Give me a couch shot right here. Come on. Marizu, come on. That's it. Get into it. Cage your baby. Come on. Let me see it. Let me You're see it. Take it, it all 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 the night. Here it goes. Here it goes. That's something Go. silly. Go. So unsure. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, Mike, perfect timing. Someone I am is warning you don't walk into a public restroom dressed like that. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. Happy endings are all around. Um, all right. What were we talking about? We got on George Michael. I'm all messed up now. I think we were talking about Jacob and Brian and Carpenter getting it on and, right here, running around wow. for a minute. And then we got to George Let, Michael and happy endings. We're totally messed uh, up. So the other the other question was, or uh, um, I, I, uh, I am comment was uh, Liquid Mayhem needs to make a, a Shelly Sanders flavored scent. Oh, I think that, that, that was the one that yeah. All right. Brian, that, actually, Brian cleaned it up really nicely. I cleaned it up. That would be a good scent. I would like that scent. I, w- I would too. Right, right, right on the top of the mustache, right? Walk sick. around with it. <laughs> sick. Shelly Sanders. Sanders. Oh, that's, man. That's sick. That's not right. That is sick. That's not right. That is right. Uh, let's do this. Uh, we've got uh, 10 after 9. Brian, you want to take a small break? I, I could use urination. Let's do this. Um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hang with us. We're going to take a really short break. We're going to take probably, I'm going to say like a two-minute break here. Hang in with us. When we come back. We're going to continue our conversation about the Upper Chesapeake Bay. We're going to have a very special guest come in. And then we're going to jump in and talk about uh, Marizu. I want to I want to jump in and talk about um, how you came from Japan to the United States and became one of the most dominant anglers out there. It's going to be a very interesting topic. Hang in there with us. Hang in there for two minutes. We're going to refill our beers. We're going to take a leak. And we'll be right back. Ike Live. Hang in there. Oh, very hard English. Good English, job. very hard.
Uh, we're back. Hey, everybody. Uh, Mike Iaconelli, thank you for holding on. Uh, welcome back to Ike Live. Let me let you know, this is the world's best web show. Uh, that's a proven fact. Uh, there is There is no other web show as good as our show. Think about the premise of the show. How genius this show is. And I'm taking all the credit for it. Uh, Mark Jeffries doesn't get any credit. Uh, Pete doesn't get any credit. I'm taking all the credit. We drink beer and we talk about fishing. That's jacked up, dude. Jeffries changed the game. <laughs> Jeffries and Bazone.com. He did change the game. Matt. Much love, dude. They changed the game. Yeah. They did change the game. And, yeah. and and I say that kiddingly. Mark Jeffries is our homie. He's actually very responsible for this entire show. But why the camera's on you, I got something for you. And this, uh, I have a note here that you've never, and uh, at 18, you're a cop at 18. Correct. And you never caught a fish deeper than five feet before you turned pro. Is that true? Uh, it was. You uh, never caught a fish deeper than five foot before you turned professional. Maybe a couple, but generally, <laughs> <it's like five laughs> a couple. Maybe a couple. But, wow. But gen- yeah, that's generally true. That's amazing. So I mean, but that was that where you grew up. That was a product of your environment. Yeah, South Louisiana. It's not you know, there's there's not much deep water. I mean, five foot's deep in some five, of the bayous. Five is deep. Yeah. But I would tell you this, at that. Uh, at some points, that has made it tough fishing around the country. Yeah. But at other times, prime example, caught two fish on the bay in 18 inches. It, it's been great. Uh, ignorance is... Fisher strengths. Yeah, ignorance has turned into money and points and classics. So it's kind of bittersweet. Fisher strengths. Fish, fish what you're confident in. Yeah, and most of the time it works out. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. And I have another note here. Uh, perch on Cayuga with Matt? Oh. What's that all about? Perch on Cayuga with Matt. The, the week we was off between St. Lawrence and, and Chesapeake, we went to Cayuga, me and Matt. Yeah. And my mind was on flipping grass. 8 to 12 to 14, ounce and a half jig, big hook sets. That's what you do on Cayuga. So Matt brings some uh, night crawlers and a little Kytec grub. Night crawlers. <laughs> Lashwell night crawlers? Straight up night crawlers, white styrofoam box. You're kidding. <laughs> right. So we get out of there, and I'm flipping what? my ounce and a half jig. You know, Greg Hackney just diving around, looking for that school. Big hook sets. That's what was in my mind. Yeah. Well, Matt takes out these night crawlers, and he catches like one, two. He's just catching these perch constantly. Yellow perch or bluegill I'm perch? perch. I'm Yankee perch, I don't know. Oh, yellow perch. perch. Yellow perch. Right. Yeah. With the pretty little black lines on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after like four hours of flipping this grass to catch this mother load of largemouth, I get tired of seeing Matt catching these perch. <laughs> so I'm going to admit it. I picked up a little spinning rod with some eight pound, six pound fluorocarbon on a drop shot with a night crawler. And, uh,. Start catching perch with them. Wow. So, officially, here on Like Live, we can say that the Cajun baby is a perch jerker. <laughs> At times. <laughs> You're was. a perch jerker. Yeah. Wow. Got checked by the game wardens. They were wow. really nice. Life was good. You did get checked by the game wardens. Did you keep those perch? We didn't. You just the caught plan, them for fun. The plan was to keep them and have a fish fry and do the whole deal, but we were staying at the 
Ramada or Econo Lodge. Yeah. We didn't have a knife. We didn't have nowhere to keep them. Matt, we didn't have nowhere to cook them. Matt was flying out to somewhere or, or something. I didn't want them. So we let them go. Hmm. Wow. Perch jerker. I thought I, I thought you were going to tell me a story that we live-lined them and caught giant smallmouth. No, but I will tell you this. It, Very illegal. The cool part about it is Matt, Matt was all pumped up at the perch, right? That was his thing for the day. And I'm thinking, he's stupid, you know, whatever, stupid shit. But uh, by the time it was over, it turned into in, into catching fish, but it kind of turned into a deal with electronics, which I'm not real good at. Yeah. But, uh, finding the grass, finding it, you know, a soft spot or, or an area with no grass. Yeah, bald spot. And you'd see the, the uh, graph light up, you drop that and you catch them. So it built some confidence in electronics. Yeah. Caught some fish, had a good time. We was chilling, it was... Sounds like a good trip. Sounds well, it, like a good trip. It started hardcore, and then it turned into kind of like whatever, you know. Sounds like a good trip, man. Uh, speaking it's of just sp- speaking of good, we we do occasionally on Ike Live. We're, we you know we fool around and we we talk a lot of smack, but we do like to support very good causes, right? And 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 good organizations and good things. And we've got something here that we're going to highlight tonight that is is a good cause. Dave, do you want to talk about it a little bit? Yeah, sure. In a little bit, we're going to have a kid named Justin on the phone. Well, kid, a Josh. guy named jo- Josh on the phone. And he's going to talk about a deputy named Sonny Smith that was gunned down May 15th of this year. He's an 11-year veteran of the uh, of the Johnson County Sheriff's Office in, uh, in Arkansas. Okay. And he's going to give us a little detail about some charity event that's uh, associated with this deputy. And... Uh, you know, this will be the second or third time we've tried to, you know, tried to get awareness out on a law enforcement yeah. charity for an officer who was yeah. killed and in this, line. This touches home for uh, for both you guys. And let, let me let everybody know that we've got uh, two two guys in the, in the studio tonight. Our very own Dave Brodzik, aka Wharf, and and Cajun Baby. You guys were both in law enforcement at one time, and, and you you saw some shit go down. Both of you guys saw shit go down, so you know the reality of this stuff, right? It's it's real. It's, it's real. Uh, it's real. It's real. Right. Hardcore. It's, it's not a movie. It's, it's like life-changing yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And we talked about it, and you had a very good friend. Yeah, I had a deal in, uh, in 05. It was like a drug bus went bad, and uh, things went bad, and, and I watched my buddy get shot. I mean, I... Your friend, got, your, your friend and fellow officer got shot and killed. Yeah, my friend in front and, of you. and guy I worked with for a couple of years got shot, like three feet from me and uh it, it was life-changing things a lot of things change and uh they'll never be the same because of it but i mean that, that's the sad to say but that is the nature of the beast and how things yeah go down in that game yeah you know that that's a, that's a you know we've talked about this conversation before but it's like it's like when i hear stuff like this it's very much a reality check for me because i feel I feel terrible about what happened last week. I'm mad at myself. I feel like shit. I had a bad event. You know, I had all this expectations. But then I get home, and you told me that story, and I'm like, fuck. I, I'm getting to fish. I, I fish for a living. There, there's no, no, nobody was like, you know, there was no life or death. The, the pressure of a fishing tournament is so much different than the pressure of being a cop. Dave, different yeah. pressure. Well, what Cliff experienced is is Tahiti to the United States. So there's a very small select gold member of officers that lose a partner. Mm-hmm. That's not very common. Yeah. All right. And and so he he's what he experienced is 
one of the most unique and horrifying things that police officers experience. And right. It's not a common thing right. for an officer to see another an officer get shot in front of him. You know, and and it's 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 a separate call in and of itself when you're dealing with hearing another officer in distress on the radio. Yeah, it's a whole nother level of uh, of human awareness that you have in trying to get to where that person is. Right. But the pressure you felt as a police officer in Camden, the pressure you felt as a cop, doesn't compare to the pressure that you feel in a tournament situation, does it? Yeah. Uh, it's different. So I'll give you an example. So when you're, when, you're, when you're in a car chase and you're in a really wild car chase in the midnight in Camden, all you're focusing on is that car chase. Nothing else in your life is even in your mind. And it's no different than when that five pounder is at the end of your line in a tournament. Right. Nothing else. You're focused. You're immediately, focused. that is the only thing that you are thinking of. Nothing else enters your head. So, I mean, th- there is one similarity in that regard. But, no, the pressures are different. Because in bass fishing, it's... Uh, <sighs> They're both reactionary stresses, but they're just completely different. I can't say I link them together. Right. Totally different, but the deal in law enforcement is, uh, you know, you rely on your training. You go back to your training, and uh, you, what you've learned just kicks in. Yeah. And, it, you know, you're confident in your training, you're confident in yourself, and it's all good. The biggest deal, you know, about hearing this story is I remember when uh, when Jeremy got killed, and it was uh, chaos for, like, still to the day. But, I mean, just at that moment, it was chaos for, like, six weeks, dude. It was just, it was crazy. Yeah. And uh, you think about this guy here and his friends and his fellow officers, and you feel for them because it's, it's dude, it's a world of shit. Nothing, nothing seems right. It's, it's chaos. Yeah. You hate that it happens. It's a bad deal. It's a bad and it, deal. And it never goes away, ever. It's, right. Yeah, I hate it. I hate, I mean, yeah. you hate to hear it. Did that incident that happened, did that Did that lead to your decision to switch careers? Was that a part of it? Uh, that, that was a part of it because uh, I, I love law enforcement. I believe in it. I think it's great. Uh, but I knew at that time, you know, I saw, I saw it happen. It was, life is short, and you got to, yeah, you got to live it. And uh, if you got a dream, chase it. I mean, yeah, you, you have to. That that's what that taught me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's that's a big lesson. puts it puts it in perspective. You know, uh, we're we're talking this week about you know police officers being shot and killed, and we talked last show about your dad almost dying, and it does put life into perspective on how tournament fishing is amazing and it's important. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not very important. It's fishing. Nope. <laughs> it's it, not it, life and death. It's it fishing. is fishing. <laughs> it's a little green fish that we chase. It's not the end of the world. All right. Uh, do we have uh, we have we have him on the line? Uh, Dave, you wanna you wanna introduce him? You wanna get him on the phone? And let's let's talk about uh, what 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 uh, what Josh has got going on. Well, as, as stated earlier, we got Josh Hilton live on the air. He's friends with uh, Deputy Sonny Smith that was slain back in May. Yep. And he's going to tell us a little bit about Sonny and okay. some of the ways that some of our listeners could potentially help Sonny and his family. Gotcha. Sounds good. Uh, Josh, uh, you're on Ike Live. How are you tonight? Yeah, I'm great. How are y'all doing? Good. Good to hear from you. T- tell us a little bit about what uh, what you got going on. Well, the deal is um, I didn't know Sonny personally. I'm a firefighter here in, in Clarksville, and, uh, which is you'll be familiar with Clarksville. It's where Spadra's boat ramp is there on Lake Dardanelle. And uh, 
but I, since I'm a firefighter, I know a bunch of his colleagues and, and such. And it just happened here, like you said, on back in May. And he, uh, I guess there was another officer that his dad had passed away that day. Well, Sonny was a, is a volunteer. He's a auxiliary officer. He's actually a security guard at the nuclear plant was his, was his gig. And, uh, so since this, uh, a guy named Tim, his father had passed away that day. Well, Sonny came in to fill in for Tim. Well, they get, at like two in the morning, they get a, uh, burglary call out in the county and they go out to check it out and they, this, uh, they go out through the woods looking for this guy and, uh, he just comes out behind a rock and opens fire on him with a, with a 22 of all things. And Sonny had a bulletproof vest on, but it hit right above it. And, uh, it, you know, it's just a bad deal. And, uh, but one of the other officers had called me here a while back and wanted to know if I could help with getting some prizes for this. And so that's, that's how I got a hold of, uh, of Brian and, and you. And uh, I appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. No, that, that that's great, and and we uh, we 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 you know causes like this are important to us, and, and we love our law enforcement. And so, how let everybody know because we've got a lot of listeners out here that are in that area, and, and you know all over the country, surrounding states. How can how can people help and and you know support support the uh, the benefit for Sunny? Okay, there's uh, I know there's a there's a, I'm probably as prepared for this as I should be, but there's a uh, a Facebook page I know, and then if they'll contact the Johnson County Sheriff's Office and ask for Todd Russell, um, they he'll give them a call back and he'll be able to tell them everything there is to know about it. Um, other than that, you know that's that's about the two routes that we need to take probably. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, this this is a great cause. I hope uh, if all our listeners are, are are in the area, you want to you want to support this, please check out the Facebook page. Uh, uh, support this cause, and, uh, and and we appreciate you coming on, Brian. What do you got? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. Well, I was going to say all all the money, all the all the money and, and proceeds from this are going to go to his family. He had a uh, he had four kids. He had one young kid with special needs. And then he, then he had to, his oldest son actually graduated and walked the same day that he was shot and killed. So I mean, it was a, it was a sad day for him, but he was man enough to stand up and walk through the graduation. You know, so wow. all the money's going to them. That's great, Josh. Uh, John, uh, Josh, was that the one where 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 a trooper a trooper stood in and, and uh, pinned his badge on him at graduation? You know, I'm not sure if it was or not. I saw some pictures. Um, I know there was a there was a, a lot of fellow officers from around the state that showed up and walked with him and uh, and were there, but I'm I'm not sure if it's the same one that you're talking about or not. I okay. know, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know what's the worst part about it is this, and with most law enforcement, uh, this dude was a volunteer, and and with most law enforcement, oh, he was trying to do was help somebody. Right. Yeah. He ends up. You know, on, on the backside of, of a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. He was he wasn't even getting paid. He, he was yeah. just trying to help somebody out. Yeah. At, at, <laughs> dude, that's that's disappointing. Yeah. You know, you know what's shocking about these things, and it, it's always talked about in squad rooms and roll calls. Like, so this was a foot pursuit of a burglary suspect. He had a 22 caliber handgun, which is about as small as you can get in terms of of firepower. This bad, the bad guy's running, and fire. You know, they, they fire errant shots, and somehow they find ways to hit and kill. It just the, the the percentages. I just don't understand because when we fire, 
we miss like hell most of the time. Right. You know, that's the reality of a bad guy. You hear so many times of them running and just firing one shot and it hits him in the head. Like, it, it, I just, I would love for a mathematician to explain, like, what, like why, are, why are the odds the way they are? I just, yeah. I never understood it. It is, it is an inside joke in the community. It's crazy because I've, I've seen a suspect shot uh, and I've read, uh, you know, sus- if a suspect gets shot, like, multiple times, he goes to the hospital and stitches him up. Life is good. Yeah. A good guy gets shot one time from a, a lucky shot. Yeah. And he pays the ultimate yeah. price. Yeah. And your partner was shot in a similar way and was killed. It hit the, the the bullet hit above the vest. Yeah. He was he was leaning forward and hit above the vest and uh, you know got him like here. I, he couldn't do it. I mean it's a perfect storm of just, right. And it just sucks to see the good guy lose. Right. And, and the whole time, all he's trying to do is help somebody. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Uh, Josh, thanks for calling in. Uh, we, we hope everybody will support this cause. Check them out on Facebook. And uh, and we're going to keep uh, Sonny's family in our prayers and thoughts. And uh, we appreciate the call, Josh. Okay. All right. Well, we had Josh there. That was good. You know what's most amazing in these times, though? When, when this happens, the support that the families receive... It's unparalleled. I imagine military families and firefighters, it's all the same because yeah. it's the same fraternity. But it, 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 that in and of itself was always all inspiring to me, seeing the support that the families get Absolutely. and receive. It's, it's, it's truly remarkable. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people get behind it. And, uh, and it sounds like he had a big, big family, you know, left behind he left four, four kids. Four kids, man. Four yeah. kids, one with special needs. So. Uh, did we mention we're going to uh, send some product down uh, to his event? Yeah, we we didn't mention that, but you know we, we we're going we're going to get you uh, we're going to get Josh some uh, some jerseys. We're going to sign some jerseys. We'll have everybody tonight. Actually, we'll we'll have a jersey brought down. We'll have Marizu sign it. We'll have Cliff. We'll have a whole room. Pete sign that jersey. Brian the carpenter. And Brian the carpenter and Dave Brodzik. Uh, definitely, his signature is very valuable. <laughs> it's worth at least a dollar twenty five on the on the uh, black on the, web on the, on the, dark, <laughs> on the dark, dark web. web. Dark web. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, hey, they're closing in on me, dude. Don't mention my name over the air. <laughs> so we are. Uh, we'll get a jersey set out, and uh, hopefully you could raffle that off or use that to uh, to bring some support to the cause. So we appreciate it. It's unfortunate those things, but we're you know, it's great that we have a platform here where we could talk about shit like that and help support it. You know, it's it. Life's not pretty, but you know. Hopefully we can help. And and you know I appreciate I appreciate what these guys do do for us. I mean, you know you you hear especially lately you heard some bad stories about the you know the their shootings that take place and the police take a bad rap. But so many times I mean they're there like you said to help. They're there to help. And somehow in, in our community you know in society it gets twisted. It gets twisted around. Yeah. And. uh you know, I, I've I've always felt that way. You know, I've always had reverence for the police and respect, and um, and they've always they've always treated me with respect. I think yeah. it's I think that's the way it works. But you get what you ask for. If you treat people with respect both ways, yeah. it's easy. All right. Yeah, when uh, but <laughs> I I never forget, you know, like I don't. My father just went through a monumental thing, and we talked about it on the last show. And I had paramedics, I had fire in my backyard, but I had police there, and the police were standing there, and you could see the concern 
you could see the passion yeah. and the, the, the genuine concern for me and my family and what we were going through in that scenario. And um, I'll never forget it. Yeah. You know, I'll never forget it. Now, they were there to secure the 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 crisis and, and do it do in case they were needed for anything. You know, they were there to help. And I, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing what they do. Uh, let's let's ring the bell. And let's change the topic here. Uh, I, I want to switch gears. And Stop that. Folks <laughs> <laughs> at home. I'm going Stop to that home. kill you. Stop that. Okay, you did it again. Uh, let's change topics. And, and so, you know, we've got – this is a really unique cast we have tonight. But I want to switch and talk to Marizu a little bit because we get all the time, we get callers. We have callers and IMs and, and tweets that come in. And how difficult it is to get a foothold in this sport. And we've talked about it over the last couple of days. You know, how a young angler clawing his way up, trying to make a name in the sport, the finances, the, the all that. Uh, but n- we've got Marizu, who, who has really broken the barriers of everything. Everything. Coming from Japan, uh, you know, breaking barriers internationally to become a top touring pro. That's amazing to me. <laughs> I, I want you to talk about that a little bit. Talk about I want to I want to know about how you got into fishing, and then how you got to be here. one of the top pros in the country. What was your struggles to get here and become a top pro? Because it's it's a pretty amazing story, mm. so I want to hear a little bit about it from 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 your from you, your thoughts about it. Well, I mean, how did yeah? How did you get into fishing? How did how did you get involved in bass fishing? Uh, one more time. <laughs> how did you bass? How did you get into it? Oh, your family, oh, uh, your friends, friends. But uh, I me, fish, Michael. I fish uh, four four years ago. Uh, four years old. Okay. Kids, uh, you did. You fished at four years four, old. Uh, the father and the grandfather teaches me, but uh, no, no bass fishing. No bass. No bass. So what, what, what fish? Uh, the carp. The okay. Japanese fish. Yeah. But uh, my friend teaches the uh, bass fishing for uh, eleven years old. So my friend teaches me the bass. What fishing. date are we talking about? What year? What year did this happen? When you were started to get into bass fishing, we talking about the 80s, Nin- the 70s, uh, 90s, 80s, 80s. Where are we at here, time-wise? Uh, George Michael, <laughs> Wham? <laughs> are we in so, the 80s? Juni- uh, so 1980. So 1980, yeah. 80s. 80. Okay, that's about right. Yeah. That sounds about right. So uh, high school. No, 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 no. Uh, 11 years ago. Uh, 11 years old. 11 so years ago. Okay. Six, seven grade. Junior high school? Junior high. Junior high. Yeah. So in junior high, you know somebody mm-hmm. that bass fishes. Yes, yes, yes. And so now you start to, l- you like fishing. Yes. But now you see bass fishing and you're like, wow, <laughs> I like this. Yeah, so I fish um uh, Japanese tournament start uh, my career. Yeah. Uh, 
20 years old for me. 20? 20 years old. I, I That's young. I college feel. age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah college, yes. That's when I, I started. I, I went to college. Uh, then uh, under a uh, professional tournament, I, I I finished professional tournament in Japan. Yep. Uh, At 20? 20, yes. Oh, wow. That's young. That's very young to be oh, professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got the uh, uh, West, West Coast uh, Japanese uh, Anglos of the Year, first year. My first year. Wow. Anglos of the Year. Then I continued to fish uh, JB, JB Japanese Bass Tournament. And uh, 1997, I get the Japanese uh, Classic. Uh, I won. You uh, won the Japanese Classic, yes. the big highest title, yeah, highest title in Japan. Yes, uh, 1997. So I get the Japanese. Uh, I won Japanese Classic. So then I wanna go try challenge uh, Bassmaster. I wanna try. I think. Um, so I trying. Uh, I I think. Uh, young, uh, my dream. I want to try Bassmaster. I want to try Bassmaster. So, uh, two twenty. Uh, uh, so I came here. Uh, I had a title. Then I came here. That, yeah. Uh, I try Bassmaster. Uh, tournament. Western yeah. Opens. Yes. Uh, Western yeah, Opens. Yes. They qualified the first year. Yeah. Then I fish uh, top 150. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Top 150. Yep. So. Was wow. how how was the was that that had to be intimidating to come here? Like, cause I'm trying to I'm trying to like close my eyes and and reverse the situation here, right? Right. You can't speak English. I can't. <laughs> yeah, did you can't. did you come by yourself or did you bring somebody that could help you? Um, that's a, uh, I know fishing world. Uh, I know uh, on the water it's okay, no problem because only no fishing, no wake. I I know uh, that that situation. You know the fishing lingo. Yeah, yes, yes, but uh, uh, very difficult to lose. And uh, some and uh, sign big sign. I don't know sign the right. Uh, so I ask uh, uh, the photographer that Sego. Sego. I, I Sego Sieto, uh, yeah. our good friend Sego. Yeah. I, I I ask what this what what sign what uh this this mean I don't know. Yeah. Please teach me. Uh, so I learn just uh yes. Yeah, so very hard. Hard. Well, very hard. But uh, I trying keep uh, study English <laughs> yeah. and uh, fishing too. Mostly fishing, very yeah. hard every time. Yeah. Every time tournament is uh, scary for me, but uh, I enjoyed. Enjoy. You liked it. Yeah, I like it. You liked it. Tournament is uh, my life. Yep. Yes, because. Uh, it's your passion. You yeah, love yeah, it. Yes, yes, mm. because um, I. I like sports. Uh, everything sports: uh, snowboarding, baseball, golfing, uh, basketball, soccer, football, soccer. I like sports, and uh, I like fishing. I like uh, competitor competition. Yep. So the mix the fishing and the competition. So my best uh, job, I think. 
It's a good job. <laughs> yeah, so it's a good job. Yeah, it's the it's the best job in the world if you can get it, but uh, or keep it. But it, your first year in the top 150. All right, you're over here. Uh, how did it go? Uh, so I don't know everything. I don't know everything. So uh, first year, terrible place. That maybe lowest place. But uh, no, uh, yeah, I too. Never give up. Never give up. <laughs> Never give up. We're gonna talk about that a little later. Never give up. Yeah. I know that saying. Yeah. Yeah. So my life is never give up too. So continue. Still continue. That try. Keep. Keep. Keep fishing. Keep tournament. Go. 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 Yeah. That run. 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 More run. More run. More run. So little bit okay now, but uh, still uh, I wanna more high. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's amazing to me because, you know, the pressure of a normal day is compounded by all the changes from coming to Japan to the States, the language barrier. It's got to be immense, you know, the challenges. Uh, that that's amazing to me that that is that the challenge is to come over here like takahiro did it you know can't speak uh there's been you know a lot of a lot of japanese anglers that have done well uh i mean but the, the, it does allow for focus does right you're not distracted by any any of the Nothing. nonsense that we get involved right. in <laughs> you right. know because we're comfortable here yeah uh, you know so that fishing's the focus fishing is the absolute focus yeah. now but, i mean that's true so when you, and and for those of you that don't know marizu won at kentucky lake what was that was that and that was a great oh, win. Nice that was a great win. That's where Big Mama was born. That was a great win. Big Mom? Is Big that Mama. where Big Mama came from? No, no. Big Mama was at Gunnersville. Yeah, that's that's right. Gunnersville. Yeah, that's right. Because I know that spot, and it was fishing a Strike King crankbait. I know that spot. Now, but, wait, where did Big Mama come from? Big Mama was Pine Island with a Strike King yeah. crankbait. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, but, 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 like, did you invent that when you caught that fish? Did you think about that? Where... How'd you come up with Big Mama? Um, the, Come in, Sago. Sit down, Sago. <laughs> Come sit on the couch with us. Sago. Why? Why we're talking? We have a very special guest that came in. He's he's strapped. He's got his he's got his uh, his artillery. Come sit down, Sago. <laughs> Come sit on the couch. Uh, uh, world's best photographer in the world. <laughs> There's not a better photographer on the planet. Uh, Sago Cieto just joined us. Sago, everybody. Sago. Sago and Ike live tonight. I have seen him dressed up as a Japanese Elvis. Yes, Japanese late, Elvis. Late Norman, 2011. Elvis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And by the way, uh, I don't want to interrupt uh, Maurice's conversation, but you got an amazing haircut. I want to tell you, you look, you look, you look years younger. You're welcome. You're welcome. It looks good. So. So yeah, so Big Mama. How did Big Mama originate? The the terminology Big Mama. Uh, Where did it come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know Robbie? Robbie. Robbie. Robbie Floyd. Yeah. Yes. It came from Ronnie yeah. Floyd? It came from Ronnie Floyd! Wow! It did come from Ronnie Floyd. 
Wow. Uh, nice. Have you paid him a royalty? Because <laughs> <laughs> I heard Robbie was hurting for money. So uh, <laughs> I thought I did. I don't know. Just seen the dad. Yeah. Just seen the dad. Big Mama, he said. Big Mama, he said. <laughs> wow. Tom. Yeah. That, Tom. Hey, but they 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 may have come up with it, but you own it. You own it. You yeah, that own, is your, you owned it, man. That, that was that brand. was an amazing. That's catch. your brand. <laughs> that was a great that was a great moment in that tournament, but it was trumped by your win at Kentucky Lake. That was even bigger. What I mean, what you, you know, I I want to know how did that feel for you? How did that feel? I mean, winning an elite event is a difficult thing. You've won the Japanese Classic. You've won tournaments. But how did it feel to win that event at Kentucky Lake? What? How did it feel? What? What? What, what kind of emotions did did you feel? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> That's a good word. That's the one. That's a good That's word. That's a really yeah. good word. International word. That's a good word. What That's did you word. do? What, did you call home? Yeah. Uh, the, everybody called uh, my friends, the Japanese friends, called all day. Uh, take it. <laughs> call. Take it. Call. And. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm unbelievable for my thing. Uh, uh, wow, I don't know. I, I unbelievable. It's amazing. Amazing, yes, yeah. amazing, yes. It's a great feeling. I, I I can tell you, I've won. I've won a few times, and it's hard to put into words. The feeling when you win, you know, it's it's such an amazing mm-hmm. accomplishment because mm-hmm. you work so hard, mm-hmm. and when it finally happens, it's like, oh. You know the cool well, thing? I, I hadn't won yet, but but uh, you're gonna. We I'm, talked about I'm that. I'm trying like you're hell. Gonna. That's the plan. You're gonna win one. But a lot of times the question is, how do you go pro? What's the deal? What's the next step? It don't matter. Louisiana, New Jersey, New England, Mississippi, whatever, Japan. The equation is still the same. You want, you work hard, you scrap, you try. And, yeah. and, failure, and success, success, failure, success, success. Yep. No matter where you're from, the, the equation that equals success yeah. is still the same. It's I, the same. It's awesome. It's competition. It's, yeah. I think yeah. it's great. So what would you do with the money? <laughs> like were you were you like uh, did did you do something like skeet nish and buy a Lamborghini or yeah. Ferrari? He's <laughs> from Japan. That they taxed him for thirty percent. What? Thirty percent? Thirty percent? Dave? Thirty percent? Thirty percent? Do you hear this, Dave? Good lord. <laughs> Thirty percent. Hey, that still left you with seventy grand. Would you buy dinner for Sago? What'd you do? <laughs> he owed Sago a lot of money, so they had to square up on that to get some new ripped jeans. Ripped jeans, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, Sago, how do you feel about my new facial hair? You think it's a good look? It is a good look. Okay, okay, it's a good look. Uh, sexy. It is sexy. So the other thing I want to talk about is so accomplished tournament angler. But l- let everybody know, you have the longest-running fishing show in Japan. Tell me a little bit about that. What What's the show called? And, uh, and, and tell me about the history of the show a little bit. Yeah, first time at uh, Morizo Kingdom, the name of Morizo Kingdom. Morizo Kingdom. Uh, 
18, 17 years、uh, ago, start. 18 years? Yeah, I continued 18, 19, wow. 18 years and、uh, continued. The, the wow, yeah, exactly. It's a long running、wow. show. So you, so you were a TV star before you became a champion tournament angler here in the United States. You, were t- yeah. you, you conquered t- television first. That's because you. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you how it's been translated to me. In Japan, Marisa was Kevin, Mike, Gerald, Greg, Skeet, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Wrapped into one. Yeah, so. And. And then some. That's right. Dude's like. That's exactly right. So, what a lot of people realize, Brian DeCarpenter,、uh, Dave, a lot of people don't realize Marizu in Japan is. Michael Jordan, LeBron James. The Michael James. Jordan of bass fishing in Japan.、Wow. There is、wow. no, none higher. I have no doubt. Absolutely. And I bet if he was in porn, his name would be Marizu too. Wow. Now that brings <laughs> up another topic. And I'm glad you brought that up. I want to talk about that. So, what? I you told, do? Yeah, yeah, I do want to talk about that. I can't believe that you would like to talk <laughs> no, no, about I that. No, no, I want to talk about that. So, I told Sego this. I talked about it. So, let me tell you, this is a true story. So, I'm on a flight. I want to say like two months ago. I'm on a flight. I can't remember where I was flying. And I get a.、Uh, It's like a GQ or details. And I'm going through it in the flight and I'm reading through. You know, I'm looking at the pictures I'm reading. And I see this article about the most famous porn star in Japan.、Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading it, and his name is Marizu Shimizu. <laughs> I go. I'm like, what? Big mama. <laughs> Big mama. <laughs> I'm like, Marizu has a dual personality. He's got a double life going on here. I'm starting to sweat. The person sitting next to me is like, I'm starting to sweat. I'm starting to get nervous. I'm like, Marizu's a porn star. But then I flip the page and look at the picture. And it's different. It's not you. <laughs> he's a bigger guy. He's kind of muscular. He's kind of more stocky. Do you have any relationship to just the same name? Any relationship? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Sago, you know, though. It's him. It is him. <laughs> no. Brian DeCarpenter, we're going to put some pressure on you. Can we get a picture of the Marizu Shimizu porn star, please? Absolutely. Give me,、right. so、Mike, a picture give me one minute. The other Marizu Shimizu was. Was he more of a Huddleston or was he more of like a Rapala swim bait? The,、uh, the, the Marizu Shimizu porn star is more like a,、uh, let, let me think, it's more like a、um, Magnum、uh, Flutterspoon. Okay. Wow, really? Yes. And this Marizu Shimizu is an inline spinner. Ah,、oh, that ain't right. That ain't right, dude. <laughs> Do y'all hear this conversation? It's like a thousand、on. people,、um, thousands of people listening to us. Yeah. yeah. Talk、um, about a dude's pecker no, named Marizu, and Marizu was here. Wait, 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 wait a minute. This we is weird. No, no, we weren't talking about pecker size. We're talking、hey. about swim baits. Cliff, where's your mind? Oh, bro, y- y'all crazy. Y'all. Hey, hey, Mike. Listen, we've had this conversation many times before in the show. You want to talk about, let's talk about pecker size. <laughs> Byron Velvic, top of the list. Biggest penis in fishing. Stop Second,、it. Aaron Martins. Third, Woo Daves. Fourth, Brian the Carpenter. Brian the Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Woo Daves. 
You Who come Dave? on, dude. <laughs> Who uh, yeah. Dave has a huge, Mike, giant... Mike, it's not even 10 o'clock. Oh, it's not uh, 10 o'clock. Okay. All right, Mike, so listen, Mike, there's a couple <laughs> things that we have to get to. Yes. We have to deal with the Liquid Mayhem giveaway. Okay, we And there's a couple different scenarios in which we can do it. Okay. And you're going to be the arbiter of that. All right. Let me look, let me look at my notes. Okay. Well, Where it's we not go? on the notes. We're it's going. Not on we're, notes. It's okay. freestyle ab lib. You ready? Okay. So the, what we have come up with is they, callers on IM can submit to us yes. creative ways other than fishing to use Liquid Mayhem. Okay. Or send us pictures, not... Double or triple X. X would be okay, yeah. but pictures of themselves using liquid mayhem. Gotcha. And it, or so if you could think of something else, I mean that's no, what we got. No, I, I like the first. I like the first one. Creative ways. Creative ways that that you use liquid mayhem. So like caller, so send it send that. it into us via IM, preferably. Right. Okay. It, you you can just send your phone number. I won't put it through. What we're going to wind up doing is we're going to go into another segment as you submit this. And we will then, after this segment, go through all of the different submissions, yep. and we'll come up with a winner. We'll come up with a winner. So start thinking now. Okay. Be creative. Be creative. Be and creative. allow us to be able to explain this on the air without totally having to <laughs> Absolutely. And, and let, me, let me remind everybody that we, we love pictures. If you want to submit a picture via, tw- via social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, please do that, too. We would love, Pete, l- 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 correct me if I'm wrong. We would love pictures of Shelly Sanders. Shelly Sanders or any oh, other female. Oh, the Shelly Sanders scent that wants to rub liquid mayhem over the body. We would love to see that picture. I'm sure. I'm sure so, you would love to see okay. that. Mike, we while. <laughs> hey, Mike. While yes. we're waiting, you have the choice. We can either a. Yeah. Have rapid fire with Cliff and Marizu based yeah. off IM submissions that I've put to the side. Yeah. Or we can b. Have a fun game that you and Pete will be the de- the deciders of. Okay, let's do a game. I think it's time for a game. Uh, let, game. Let's take this opportunity. Let's ring the bell. And let's take this opportunity. We're going to switch right now, and we're going to play... What's guess, the the, the guess the movie script. Guess the movie script on Ike Live. This is a game we're going to play. And we have some great prizes here tonight for you guys. And that includes uh, Grey Goose. We have rum. What's Grey Goose? Wait, 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 we, wait. Have, uh, we have Captain Morgan. Uh, hold on. Yeah, we'll, we'll, start, we'll start the movie. We'll start the movie game with that. Oh, okay. Well, let's start this game by... And, and let me tell everybody, uh, Marizu is amazing because we have a lot of guests on the show. Marizu actually brought us a gift. <laughs> this is amazing. We don't get a lot of gifts. Brian, let me get a close-up of this. And this is uh, this is a sock, sake. Sake, from yes, yes. Good yes. sake Good from sake. Japan. Uh, this is amazing because, as you all know, we're total alcoholics on Ike Live. And we love liquor. <laughs> we love liquor. We don't care if it's uh, Paps Blue Ribbon, Old Milwaukee, or this is amazing sake. Rad that other sake. Kind of, that other kind of beer you had in that can. The pap, the thing you were drinking? Oh, the other one. The one oh, Becky you, was drinking. Oh, you talk about Langenkugel. I guess. Langenkugel is great. We love Langenkugel. <laughs> uh, so before we get started on this game, we're going to loosen everybody up. And we accept this gift. We love this gift. We're taking a snapshot right there. <laughs> Let me get that in. Okay. Uh, we love this gift, and we're going to start the game by all taking a cheers and a toast together on Ike Live. We've never done this before, so let's do what, this. What, what, what do the Japanese say when they oh, make a toast? Oh, is there a toast? toast? Konnichiwa. Marizu needs to lead it. Yes. Kampai. 
Kampai. Kampai. Kampai, yes. Kampai, okay. Well, let's let's do a toast. <laughs> all right, bring it in, bring it in. Everybody, all three, Brian all three. Carpenter, Dave, I know you've got it back there too. Marizu, going to warn Cliff, you. This could go bad. Up. This could go bad. <laughs> this is not going to go bad. Let's go One, bad. two, three. Kampai! Cheers. 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 Wow. wow, did you hear that? That's oh. Really good. oh my god. <laughs> wow. Sake, oh, dude. Wow. Oh, and by the way, let me uh let me out our good friend John McGraw real quick and uh bring you back to a situation that happened years ago. And my good friend John McGraw was at a restaurant after a night of clubbing, totally, totally drunk, out of his mind drunk, and he's looking at the menu and he can't really see it and he's looking and we're at a Japanese restaurant, and he's he's ordering the and he's looking at it and he's like I want the uh, shrimp sake <laughs> no sake sake dumplings sake I want the sa- shrimp sake dumplings and he's <laughs> and the waitress is, doesn't know what he's talking about he's saying sake and he's pointing at it he's getting irate oh, he's getting God. mad and finally she says sake. And he's like, uh. and indignant McGraw is the worst, dude. Yeah, he's the worst. He's John Eddie. Okay, so uh, Mike, Dave? let me explain the game. Okay, explain the game. Let's talk so, about the game. Cliff and Marizu, you guys are our stars tonight. This You're is the, the ca- stars. You're and the y'all, stars. Y'all about to make tonight. fun of us? No, absolutely no. not. This yes. is game. Not here. Not Michael. Come on. We're making fun of Pete and Mike. So it's easy to do. It is called the casting couch for a reason. And yes. we can't really talk about why. But listen, Marizu and Cliff, I'm going to give you guys each your own individual script. And you're going to read. Pete, you're going to need to switch seats with Cliff now. Okay. No, 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 no. I've been waiting to steal this seat Did all we say night. yes or no? no? All right. No. no, no. no. They killed it. All right. Let me give him the script. Okay. Hold on. You're going you're gonna to But I will seat. steal your seat. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Hold on. I'm okay. not giving it up that easy. You're not giving it up. <laughs> Dude, it was okay. in the contract. <laughs> all right. So here's the game. Uh, Dave worked tirelessly for, we talking about days or weeks or months putting this together, Dave? 20, 20 minutes? An hour on the clock, Tuesday, knocked it all out. An hour on the clock. I hope nobody from his work is watching. An hour on the clock, Dave put this together. And this game consists of, we've got scripts that we're going to hand uh, to, to KG Baby and Marizu. There's actually going to be some situations where Pete... And Cliff go back and forth. Okay, and so we're gonna go back and forth. Single Okay, I got gotcha. you. Do I have to read anything? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brian Carpenter sounds very complicated. It, I'm having a hard time understanding. It's what's really going. easy. Dave's just making it complicated. Yeah. Dave's right. making it complicated. Dude, I've, I've had like nine gin and tonics at my house before I came here. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> uh, folks at home, folks at home, don't drink gin and tonics in the middle of the afternoon. It's so, really bad. This went from Chesapeake Bay mm-hmm. to the officer. In Arkansas. Yes. yes. To Marizu. Yes. Career. Good story. Marizu's career. So now we're career. reading movie scripts? Now we're reading scripts. What's the... Hey, this is Ike Live. Everything Roller goes. Roller coaster. We're <laughs> We don't care. That's the great thing about this show. We, it, it has no... It has no... Boundaries. go. Wherever. Well, why are you setting up? What What are you guys going to film your show about? What What are you guys doing? You talking about Marizu and I? Yeah, what's what's the show? Oh well, we're we're filming for Marizu's TV show. Okay, you going you going to the Chesapeake to your best holes out no, there? No, we've got. <laughs> 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 oh wait, oh wait, Pete's got a new title. 
Pete Dick. <laughs> Pete Dick. It's like Pete tight, but Pete Dick. Um, no, we're not. But thank you for that. We're actually, I'll let the cat out of the bag. Uh, Marizu and I are going to film for two days. Uh, we've got a day of filming on the upper Schuylkill River. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Upper Schuylkill River in Philadelphia. How'd you get access to I that? don't want to talk about that. It's very private information. Okay. And ah. and for okay. those of you that are YouTube fans of Mike Iconelli, you know this. Marizu and I are going to the world famous, never revealed before, location called? The Tick Hole. The Tick Hole. Oh, my. Cannot wait to go to the Tick Hole. It's going to be amazing. I can't guarantee it, but I'm pretty sure we're going to catch 100 bass on a frog during that film. It's going to be amazing, Pete. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have a great shoot. It's That's going to be awesome. really fun. And it's going to be fun. You know, the great thing about it, I've known Marizu for 15 years, 10, 15 years, a long time. You've been fishing the circuit. We've known each other. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. will be the first time we've actually fished together. Yeah. That's amazing. Yes. The first yeah. time in all those years we've actually fished together. Yeah, not competing together, but fishing mm-hmm. together. Yeah, my, that's awesome. My dream comes through. My dream comes true. Ah, that's, very nice. That's, that's very nice. An amazing thing to say. Mine too. I'm excited. Like a team tournament. Yeah. <laughs> and what? And here's the interesting thing. This is a true story too. I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna let Sago chime in on this. Sago said, uh, you know, Marizu, we're, we're interested in filming. Marizu wants to film. Would you do it? How much do you want to be paid? I said. I don't want to be paid anything. What was my? What did I say I want to be paid? Shower blows. <laughs> shower <laughs> blows. <laughs> That's all I want. Shower blows. Well, who doesn't I, want I, that? I think. <laughs> I, 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 I think. I hope so too. I want shower blows. <laughs> but now I have to give Marizu DTs as an exchange. <laughs> yeah. DTs. DTs. For shower blows. That's a good trade-off. DTs for shower blows. We'll do that. All of them. Any you want. All of them. All of them. You can hand-select them in the garage. Whatever he wants. He's got them. Shower blows. What is that? Let's see that. Oh, yeah. My TV. Oh, is that it? Oh, give that back. Give that to Brian the Carpenter. Give that to Brian the Carpenter. Beck, real quick, stick your head in there, too. Uh, everybody, you thought she was gone tonight. Wait, hold on. Before you go in the back, put your head right into the camera. <laughs> Want to introduce you to everybody, too. No, no, no. There you go. There she is. My <laughs> wife, Becky. Becky, everybody, in the house tonight. Beck, who are you wearing tonight? Who are you wearing? I had her on an amazing outfit, but we're not going to talk about it because Brian booted me out. Brian booted you out, and now you have on pajamas. Valentinos. Uh, you had on Valentinos, and now you got pajamas on. Your ass is still amazing, though, in pajamas. Okay. We love her ass. <laughs> She's got a great booty. All we right. love it. <laughs> so, Mike. Okay, so we're ready for this game. We're ready for this game. I'm glad uh, we've got Marizu's film crew in the house tonight. Uh, come in here real quick. And, and look, look in that camera. Look in that camera. Look right in there. There it goes. This is the first time Ike Live is being filmed in reverse. In reverse. Thank you, everybody. Ah, look at my beard. Look at my beard. I'm going to twist my nipple. Oh, All right. This is the first time for everything. So... <laughs> Oh, this is crazy. Wow. Dave, we might never get to the game. Look no, at all it don't look like it, man. The oh, my products. God. 
Wow. Uh, we're going to save that. Let's get to the game. We're going to save this because I'm going to open up these boxes. The okay. first two scripts are going to be read between Cliff and Pete. Okay. Then okay. we're going to save the last for Marisha. All right. So the concept of this game is we're talking about movie scripts. Okay. So this is a movie script. And, okay. So in, in this movie script, Cliff Crochet, a.k.a. Cajun Baby, and Pete Glusick, a.k.a. Pete Dick, Pete Tight... <laughs> Are going to be reading a movie script, and and so do this serious, guys, because think about it. I want you to visualize that early in your career, this is the Take make these. it or break it moment for you. Pete, get serious on what? me. This is the make it or break it. This is you. You're going to make it or break it in Hollywood, and I want you to read this script like you want this role. You want this role. You want to be this leading actor in this movie. I'm you too, Pete. Okay? So, Dave, you want to set anything else up or you want to have him just start no, reading Everyone script? just keep your papers in order. Okay. Keep your papers in order. Please read. And let's read. Okay. Ready? And begin. Action. Action. That's on you. <laughs> It says Cliff at the top of the page, dude. <laughs> God damn it. Son. God, you guys are fired already. Come on. First line is Pete. This one's Pete. First line is yeah. Pete. Dave, you got this shit messed up. That's Pete. Dude. Oh, fuck. Just read that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pete, you're starting. He messed up. Do we have to rehearse? All right, come on. All right, ready? Yeah, this Pete, is you're the, first. This is Hollywood. Read it like you, you got to get in character here. Okay. All right, go, my Pete. Get in character. <laughs> what in the hell was that? Why did you do that? All right, come on, man. It's just things going to shit. All right, all right, think, all right, all right read the movie script. Okay. Uh, and I've seen actors do that before. All right, go. <laughs> yeah, what kind of gun is this? One wrong paper. <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> Dave! Dave! Set this up! You give them one at a time. They can't be responsible. Oh, it was in the wrong order. Go. Alright, it's me. It's me first. Alright, go. She's a beauty, ain't she? Yeah. What kind of gun is this? It's a tranquilizer gun. <laughs> If any of these little fuckers decide to freak out on the kids, I'm going to take them down. Come on, Cliff. Come on, Cliff. Read Ain't that right? No, no, you can't improvise. This is Hollywood. Uh, go. It's not my turn. No, it's oh, what? That's what I thought. Shut up. <laughs> hey, hey, careful. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most powerful train gun on the market. Got her in Mexico. Cool. Arriba, arriba. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. They're taking punch of the skin of a rhino from. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> what? He just took one of the jugular, man. <laughs> what? I, what? I did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my God! <laughs> is this bad? Better pull that shit out, man. Is this shit is, is not cool. Is this bad? <laughs> Better pull that shit out, dude. This shit ain't cool. What? What? 
Pull what? Pull what out? You got a fucking dart in your neck, man. <laughs> a fucking dart. You're crazy, man. I, I like you. You're crazy, man. I'm out. I, I lost. I lost my spot. The devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god My mama My mama <laughs> My mama said Football the devil <laughs> And you know what Vicky Valicor Showed me her boobies And I like them <laughs> That was on the next page I didn't get to <laughs> And alligators are honored Because of them A double oblin got her Oh my god uh, Yeah uh, so I know that movie We're going uh, We're going old school yes. On the first one old school yeah <laughs> Woo! you got me cursing all up wow. in front of people bro I, we're, we're, I we're can't my mom was watching you got me screaming the f word what's up with that we're 10 after 10 you're in the clear we're good it's only after 9 at my house wow god wow got the priest watching and shit man, bro man they, they are real tears you didn't eat an onion you didn't eat the Hollywood what tears they're no real tears that came out Dean you gotta do this again alright wow. you guys I got this one down I'm good on this one go ahead Mike Pete ready action you're going to lose all your fancy foosball games. Foosball games. <laughs> and you're going to... F- I can't read And you're going to fail your big exam because school is... And you're going to fail your <laughs> big event because school is... The devil! <laughs> Cliff, you get, you get this role. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> everything you were born for this role. Everything is, a, everything is a devil to you, mama. Well, I like school. <laughs> and I like football. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing them both because they make me happy. <laughs> and by the way, mama, <laughs> alligators are honored because I'm a dubla obligata. <laughs> and I like and I like Sarah. Aww. And she likes me back. <laughs> and she showed me her boobies. <laughs> and I like them too. <laughs> Is she watching tonight, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> and my mama, my mama, my mama said, small mouth of the devil. <laughs> small mouth of the devil. <sighs> All right, can I guess it now? It's got to be Happy Gilmore. Uh, uh, I, love, I like Happy Gilmore too. That was a joke. <laughs> I don't think you needed a script. No, I don't have them good. <laughs> you were born for that role. You my were mama, born for that role. My mama said, Foosball you know the Devil. What's the name of that movie? I know the movie. I can't think of it. It's uh, his main job on the team. Uh, Waterboy. Waterboy. Yeah. Waterboy. The best part of the whole movie is when he... <laughs> <laughs> Cliff will get one script at a time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you keep jacking them up. Okay, let's switch. I like I like how I have in the highlight that I was supposed to gasp after yeah. my life. Yeah, so, oh, come on, come on, you got to do this. All right, let's let's switch, Dave. You ready? Are, are we detail. switching? We're switching now. It's between Cliff and Marizu. Okay, so this now. Okay, <laughs> so let me set everybody up here, and now we're this is we're going to be reading scripts. This is a actual movie script that we're reading. Cancel. I got the wrong paper. You got the wrong paper. <laughs> Dave! <laughs> Come on! 
Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, all those years of sawdust. No, all those years wouldn't. of sawdust is catching up with me. Right, so I went to, I had wood shop and metal shop three times I, a day. The sawdust. If Cliff wouldn't have started screwing with the scripts, I wouldn't have to take them from him. Okay. I had them in order. All right. So now, this My, is this is Kay. So, again, we're reading Hollywood scripts. <laughs> This is serious. You got to think about it. You got to be passionate. You got to feel it. You, this is you're going to this is your leading role in a Hollywood movie. So you got to feel this role. Feel it. Okay. And begin. Hey, what kind of belt do you have? <laughs> Canvas JP Penny uh 3.98. You right? No. I meant <laughs> Come on, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Is that laugh in the script? <laughs> yeah. Oh. In Okinawa, bet me no need rope to hop you up. Pan. <laughs> Pants. Pants. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff? Uh, oh, so I'm, oh, so so I'm Big Mama. Line again. Cliff sound. Cliff-san. <laughs> Cliff-san, hi. <laughs> Cliff-san? That's you. That's you. <laughs> Karate here. <laughs> Karate here. <laughs> All right. Karate... Never here. Understand? <laughs> <laughs> All right, save this bit, Mike. What's the movie? I know it. Karate Kid. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, me and Marizu have been working. I've been trying to teach him English. For real. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Becky's like. All right. All right. So we're we're, we're, go, we're gonna try this again. We gave we gave we gave a Pete and Cajun Baby two. Now we're going to go Marizu and Cajun Baby. We're going to try another one. This is round two of Name That Movie Script. This is jacked up, Mikey. I know it's jacked up. Well, this God. is from the mind of Dave Brazek, a.k.a. Warfick. No, this is IM stuff I'm, I'm, this is I was IM copying stuff? from. Yeah. Wow, okay. And begin. So what's your name? <laughs> Don. What's your, <laughs> what's your first name? <laughs> Wrong. I got this one. Wrong. <laughs> Long. Long. Right? Long. <laughs> My teacher. Long. <laughs> My English teacher. Long. What's your middle name? Dark. <laughs> Is that the script? That's it. Beverly Hills, six, no. 16 oh. candles. Oh. Long duck dong. Oh, 16 candles. All right, I didn't know that one. I'm sorry. All right, last, oh, last, last one. one. All right, last one. Oh, God. Who is this with? Marizu and, and Cage yes. Baby again. Okay. The joke continues. The me, joke continues. Me and Big Mama. <laughs> We're at opposite ends of the spectrum in the language here. you got to remember. Opposite God. Okay. And... Begin. This used to be my specialty. I was uh, I was good in the living room. Send me in there. I do it alone. And now I just I don't know. But on what was supposed to be the happiest night of my business life, 
it wasn't complete. Wasn't nearly close <laughs> to being the same vicinity as complete because I couldn't share with you. <laughs> I couldn't hear your voice or laugh about it with you. I miss my wife. We live in a cynical world and we work in a business of tough competitors. So try not to laugh. <laughs> it's not highlighted, but it's my line. I love you. You complete me. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> you had me at hello. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> wow! So good, Pete. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. Uh, wow! Since we're being good sports, the dude had, the dude said hell roll. I love it. I love it. We've been nah, working. Why did he golf us, club? Go club. No club. Club. See, we've been club. working together. Yeah. Wow! Hello. Oh, Hello. Man. It's not a golf club. It's a golf club. Man. Golf club. See what I'm saying? We've been working together. I got to tell you, I got to tell you, they were the best reads I've ever heard. <laughs> I've heard some reads in my. I would hire all you guys except Pete. <laughs> Pete was the only one that was, was really terrible. Pete yeah. jacked it up, dude. <laughs> I would hire you. You got the role. You got the role. Oh, my I'm God. I'm the water boy. You're the water boy. Mike, should we keep it high and roll right into rapid fire or move on to something else? Uh, let's let's keep it going. Let's do rapid fire. Uh, this is, uh, for those of you that watch Ike Live every week uh, and uh, watch it religiously and listen to it on the toilet while you're pooping, you know this segment of the show, and this is called the rapid fire question segment of Ike Live. Uh, this is a great section, and once again, Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Wharf, a.k.a. Fatty, spends years uh, and countless months coming up with these amazing questions. And uh, Dave, how do you want to start this? You want to you want to start firing his questions out? Yeah, well, just to clarify, these are all IM questions. They're, they're not right. from me. I just oh, happen to have them already on the notepad oh, in advance. So these are from our fans and viewers of Ike Live? Yes. Okay. Because you're not listed as an LLC and I can be sued. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> uh, probably. Call Jay Spiegel. Yeah. Okay. And? Action. Action. All right. Marizu, what is most scary to you, zeroing on a tournament day or an imminent Godzilla attack on Tokyo? <laughs> Had to go there. Had to go there. <laughs> tournament. Tournament day! <laughs> tournament day! <laughs> Me too. I want to let everybody know that that's my fear, and it just happened at Chesapeake Bay. So I lived my fear last week. Let's say my same fear. Cliff, true or false, a former high school girlfriend of yours was once quoted as describing her first kiss with you as, it tasted like I tongue-punched the ass of a crawfish. <laughs> false, dude. Oh, man. It's false. <laughs> Ass-punched? Tongue punch the ass. Tongue punch the ass. <laughs> like, wow. What's the, it's false, but what? what's the ass of a crawfish? Like, where? No, it's that part where you, you peel it back and it's all the crap comes out of it. I don't know, but I used to have a pile of them in my tank, and they do shit. They do shit. Yeah, Everyone they make shit. a mess of your tank. Definitely. Carry on. Okay. Marizu. Yes. If it was going to be given to you for free, and you had to choose between a light blue lotus... 
or a light blue Lamborghini, which one would you choose? Light blue Lotus or light blue Lamborghini? Lamborghini. False. <laughs> Lamborghini. Lamborghini. Which color? White. Light, light blue. Light blue. All yeah. right. Light blue. We got light blue. it. All right. Cliff. I don't get that one, but I like it. <laughs> I don't understand. Yes? We're looking. <laughs> Cliff, <laughs> if you were stuck on an island for three days, would you rather have a jug of Jurgens and a headshot of Chad Pipkins <laughs> or a tube of liquid mayhem and a Vanity Fair cover with Caitlyn Jenner on it? Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! And I'm stuck on an island? You're on an island, yes. I take off swimming and... Take my chances. <laughs> <laughs> so neither. 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 All right. Uh, Sorry, Chad. He's very offended. <laughs> Marizu. Yes. What is your favorite <laughs> magic word? Abracadabra or hocus pocus? I don't know both. He's scrambling. <laughs> These questions are so... When do you say going to so help offensive. on that one? Yeah. Not, not too many. Cliff, this is an easy one. This actually isn't offensive to anyone. Actually, I'll put this out to the room. True or false, it is illegal to mock a sanctioned fighter in Louisiana. False, I guess. Huh? No, it's true. You can't taunt a fighter in Louisiana or you're punishable from some giant fine, like 700 bucks or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Is that true? Absolutely. Wow. Interesting. Who'd have known? Well, all right. Well, there we go. Facts. Yeah. (laughs) I'm tired. It's. (laughs) Marisu. Who is a bigger mama? Precious or Rosie O'Donnell? (laughs) Who the hell's Precious? Precious, the black chick. She won an Academy Award. Yeah. For what? I don't know. She's a big fat face. Yeah, the black girl. She's a good actress, though. All right, forget that. Right, you know what? <laughs> it's slowing down, isn't it? So far, oh my <laughs> yeah, you know what? We'll move on to the. Uh, you know, hold on. I got one more though, Cliff. All right, one more, Cliff. Go Cliff, ahead. What tastes better, Marizu's knot or two-day-old sushi? Damn. <laughs> I'm out. Right. I'm out. That was terrible. That was a good one to end with, though. I got to tell you, that was the worst rapid-fire question session we ever had, but I liked it. I liked it. We burned them out with the scripts. I should, we did yeah. burn them out. Yeah. That was a lot of energy. But we talked about it before. It's like when, when Ike Live has gone good, when the show has gone really smooth and it's people are into it, dude, you don't even never look at your watch. Time's just flying. And when it starts going bad, you're like... Well, look, I have to get to 119 backed up IM, so I'm going to take the headphones off and I'm going to. Okay. We're going to look into this liquid mayhem. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what okay. time it is because my watch is still on Central Time, but we're on Eastern Time. So right. I'm looking at it, so I'm adding. So you're 930, 9 30, although it's 10 30. Right. What time are you, Marizu, uh, on, on Japanese time? He's like 11 30 a.m. 11 30 a.m. Yes. On Wednesday. Wow. On Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. On Wednesday. Right. Oh, Ma- Wednesday. Monday. 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 <laughs> Monday. Oh, Monday. Yes. Wow. Just clowning, dude. <laughs> the time zone thing is very confusing. It's very confusing. It's confusing. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's got it. Does that does that is that a common problem you deal with? Because you do you fly back and forth a lot. Yes, yes. Are yeah. you kind of always feel a little off balance because of the time zone difference? Yeah, different. And uh, I had a jet lag a lot every time. Jet yeah. lag a lot. So, yeah. But uh, I go <laughs> fly back, come the back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we when we went on our honeymoon, which was a really long trip, we were we were torched for a week. Yeah, we were torched. It's tough to do that. Sega, you make that trip too. You deal with that a little bit. Every tournament. Every tournament. Yeah, yeah. West coast, east coast, back and forth. Yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I, I don't know how. I don't. I, I can't deal with it. It's how tough do you for guys me. deal with it? What do you do? Work out, run, eat, drink. I'm night person. I go to bed at like 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock at night. 1 o'clock. So it means when I come here, it's like 4 o'clock by the time when I have to wake up. Yeah. That waste the time I usually go to wow. bed. Wow. So. Wow. I, I, I can't deal when with you it. You see me on day one on yeah. the tournament, I'm probably sleeping on the water. Yeah. Well, that's why usually your your photos are fish catches, amazing. The fish jump in the rod bent, and on the first morning. It's of the guy's crotches. <laughs> like it's Tommy Biffle's schlong hanging out of his shorts. Brian, what do you got back there? I see you looking at me, giving me a dirty look. <laughs> so, who was the original Never Give Up? Oh, this is a good comment. Oh, let's, talk about this. Uh-huh. let's talk about this. And real quick, uh, let's zoom in. Can we get a zoom in? Marizu's got the shirt on tonight. Brian, can we get a zoom in on that shirt? Ah. There it goes. We're getting a zoom in. Uh, fish the moment. Never give up. Okay. That's a good good point. That's a and, good point. <laughs> a good point. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Before we get into the discussion, it is a great motto, whether it's fishing or life, right? Sure. And I and 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 I've seen this motto other places. I've seen it. Dave Dave Brodzik, uh, A.K. Fat, A.K. Wharf. Who's the wrestler that uses the never give up motto? A uh, modern day wrestler. John Cena. John Cena uses John Cena as a wrestler. Uses never give up, uh, the motto. So it's a great life motto. It's a great motto no matter what walk of life you're in. But, but we let's uncover this. Let's uncover this. When was that motto first used? What year? Um. How about you? Yeah. For me, <laughs> for me it's easy for me. That's easy. Yeah. And it was 2003, and I could actually put it to a a uh, a, a date. I would say August. The classic was in August. I would say the second or third week of August. Mm. August second. August second week of August or the first no, week. August second. August second. Because August first was my birthday. I turned. And you were at that classic. I was at the classic. Wow. Brought my uh, 21 on Bourbon Street. Yep. Life was good. Woo. Wow. Never mm. give up was born. Yep. Mm. One question. Never understood. We was in South Louisiana. It's 140 degrees. Yeah. Humid. You're down in Venice. Yeah. Doing the deal. It's going down. Yeah. I had pants on. Black pants. It, what's the deal, Michael? That, <laughs> what's the deal? Well, I can let, I'll, I, if Beck had a mic, I'd let her tell you that I am a little... I, I've got... Have, what would you say? Like, I'm always cold, even when it's, like, burning hot. Yeah, you have no body fat. I have no body fat. But in addition to that, my pants were logoed with one of my sponsors at the time. And I want to make sure that logo... Got on film, 
which was an embroidered logo on my pants. So there's the two answers for you. Old school sponsor. Old school sponsor. Wanted to make sure that they saw that logo. It's important. So you put yourself in danger. Yes. I mean, you was possibly about to die. I might I might have died of dehydration. And there you go. And I always had that question. Never knew the answer about why you were wearing pants. Okay, so August 2nd, 2003. I think so. Is when Never Give Up was born for me. Correct. And can we get a date, Marisa? Um... Maybe start for my TV show, so 17, 18 years uh, <gasps> ago. Ooh. So you are the owner of Never Give Up. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> the rightful owner of Never Give Up. No, no, no. Big Mama in the house. Big Mama wins. <laughs> I know. So I, so I actually owe you back royalties. Wow. We're going to have to work something out. Shots. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to work something out. We can work it out. What's the what's the uh, currency exchange between U.S. and and the Japanese? Dollar to 125 yen. What is it? Dollar to 125 yen. Okay. <laughs> the real question is who has the better attorney? Who has the better attorney <laughs> is the real question. <laughs> hey, what's what's the translation? <laughs> what's the translation? Never give up and yeah. What is never Japanese? give up? S- spoken in Japanese. How do you say it? いや、使ってないな。あ、でもあの言葉では言う、言葉では言うから、あ、sometime。絶対諦めない。絶対諦めない。never <笑> <laughs> maybe uh, when you uh, at the St. Clair event when you catch a real big one on camera yeah. maybe you ought to start saying Big Mama <laughs> not Big Mama but Steve Vigas I, I should steal that one too yeah. <laughs> I stole Never Give Up I should steal Big Mama <laughs> I steal them all you should say Steve Vigas well, here's, the, here's the ultimate I'm going to start working on a new top water with Rapala and I'm thinking about calling it Shower Blows <laughs> I'm thinking about calling it Shower Blows. I'm not sure yet, but I think I'm pretty sure I want to call it Shower. No, yeah, it's Marie's face. Could, could you show us one of these I, Shower I, Blows? I have it a lot. You have a lot. I would like to see one. <laughs> Let's see. I All think right, everybody so we've, else we've would like got, to see one too. Is this is this your actual box from your boat? It is. Wow. This is like candy. Isn't this like candy? Like it's funny because I'm at at 43 years old. I still get excited opening a tackle box. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and Beck, it's got to be the same with shoes for you and clothes, right? <laughs> and it's got to be with with Cliff. It's got to be the same with chewing tobacco. <laughs> and and Dave, it's got to be the same with you with sawdust. And Brian, it's got to be the same with you with number two pencils. Sago, uh, camera lenses. cameras and film. This is never gets old to me. What's Pete's exciting thing is uh, what is your exciting thing? Same as you. It is right. This is amazing. Like this remind. It takes me back to my youth. Wow! Look at that. (laughs) So I'm going to show it. That is, uh, and and there's two sizes. There's a bigger one, right? Bigger one. But this is the one I like. This is a smaller size. Shower blows. Pencil popper. But dude, pencil. Not a pencil popper like that. All right. Dude walks. Like, unbelievably crazy good. Listen to this. The sound, and here's the here's what I love about this bait. Three hooks. 
Three hooks, man. And look how they're positioned. Look at that. Three hooks. So it walks, and look at the mouth of that thing. Can you get a close-up of the mouth? It spits, too. Wow. Pass it back here, and I'll give it a close-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to take the whole box? Wow. Beautiful. And these, man, these are some colors in here I've never seen before, either. And this is in there. This is a, I've never thrown this popper. I've seen this in photos. I've seen this in the magazines you've given me a lot. That looks like a great popper, too. I don't know. Tackle Warehouse have? I don't think so. Uh, <clears throat> coming soon. Coming soon, yeah. Tackle Warehouse. Yeah. Okay, for all you Tackle Warehouse fans, we're showing you this candy. And I think you, you'll... Well, shower, Tackle Warehouse had shower blows. Are they still carrying it? Uh, maybe. Maybe not now. Maybe not now. Okay, because they did carry it. They will. And, and the popper, will, Tackle Warehouse will have it soon. Uh, I think so, yes. Okay. Okay, so keep your eye out for that. Man, this is beautiful. Now here I gotta I gotta I gotta show you this, Pete. It's a very unique color. Pink. What do you think about that? That's interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Light pink, white bone, silver, light pink. After talking with the folks at Rapala, the pink is the is the key color for uh, for the different jerk baits that Rapala's making. For smallmouth. For smallmouth, it's like a secret kind of thing. The orange and the pink for smallmouth. Yeah. It, was. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was a secret. I don't. I don't think after the scripts anybody's listening. Now Marizu. <laughs> I know. And no, everybody is tuned out after the terrible scripts from Dave. What is your favorite color of shower blows? Which one? You had one color to pick. One color to pick. One color to give Pete. <laughs> don't give him any. It's that one. That's your favorite color. It's like a black blue back kind of. It's a blue back herring looking color. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of prismatic on the bottom too, which is interesting. Wow. Man, these are pretty. These are pretty baits. These are but, amazing. Uh, I like small mouth this one. <clears throat> Large mouth that, that uh, small mouth this. Are you? I've got this. Are you? Yeah. I've got the. <clears throat> Look at that color. Now that's interesting. Look at that. Another bright one. Another orange bait. Wow. Now these are these are your baits that the, yes. this is Yes. Check them out. You make them? Uh made by uh Evergreen. Ah, okay. Oh, the big one. The big one. Now there's a smallmouth color. Pete, school bus. <laughs> school bus. <laughs> oh, remember the school bus. One of my favorite colors. I forgot about that. Smallmouth color. Yeah. School bus. Wow. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm outing you on national TV. Oh, oh. That's a Sammy. That's a Lucky Craft. Look at that. I'm outing you on national TV. That's Daiwa. That's that. Daiwa. Daiwa. Dude, there is no paint left on these lures right here. I remember that Daiwa bait. I remember that thing, <laughs> and that's a Sammy. Wow, wow! Just to let you, everybody at home. That's a though, Rico. Is that a Rico? Uh, kind of, but uh, no, no, no Rico. Just to let everyone know that's watching like live. I never, ever, ever throw anything but my sponsor products. I want to let you know. <laughs> I never throw anything else. It's always Rapala. It's always Berkeley. That's it. I never throw anything else. Just to let you know. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. 
Wow, man, this is amazing to see this box. This is cool. I'll get this right back to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna send it in the mail. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah, you'll get it in the mail. Uh, let's let's do this. We're at Brian the Carpenter. What do you what do you got for us here? We're we're entering the final 30 minutes. I'd I'd like to. You want to take a small break and then shift it to an after hours and do some crazy phone calls? I'd like to do that. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Dave, I can't hear you. Turn Dave up. The liquid mayhem. You want to get that out of the Let's way? Let's do that. So here's what we're going to do. Everybody watch it. Or do you want to wait, Mike? Because there's only about 10 submissions. There's only about 10 submissions. Well, let's wait. Let's do this. We're going to take another small break here. And when we come back, we're going to jump into Ike after hours. And we're all going to loosen up a little bit. We're going to have some cocktails. We're going to loosen up. <laughs> we're going to take some callers. And if you want to win... The Liquid Mayhem Contest. And remember, three new flavors plus two old ones. you got to keep listening. You can't tune out if you want to be a winner. So hang in there. About two minutes. When we come back, Ike Live, After Hours. See you in a second. 